0: Jeffrey, What's that you have in your hand, boy? Pass it over. A telegram. Oh, dear. Seems someone has been biting me. Fetch me my trousers at once. No, not those. Those are my time travel trousers. Those are my tea trousers. That's it. Those ones. My fighting trousers.
1: sit at the ramshackle bar, seeking refuge from the midday sun. The wasteland is tough these days, and you've just spent your last roll of toilet paper to get some purified cold water. Suddenly, the door opens, and three silhouettes stand there. You shield your eyes against the glaring sun, and look closely. The first, a big man, a pipe wrench in his belt, and a bazooka over his shoulder, stands there. The middle one adjusts his glasses and blows out some smoke as he lights up an immaculately painted but colourful flamethrower. The third one, the shorter of the three, stands there with a crazy look in his eye, shaving with a rusty razor while he flicks the safety on and off a rusty Colt 45. Could it be? No, you've heard the stories. They went mad and wandered the wastelands. Tormented by COVID for, for eons, that you'd heard they'd died. You heard they'd moved to Canada, but you look closer and see an icon painted on each of the armoured chests. A burger, glorious, with a magnificent eagle sprawled on top of it. Indeed, it is the Bacon Burgers! We're back! We are back!
0: It has only been... A whole year since we have recorded and graced the airwaves, but ladies and gentlemen, let me reassure you that we are back. We haven't changed. A lot lot has changed since the last episode. We have lost (laughs) Betty White, Norm Macdonald, Rush Limbaugh, Dustin Diamond, and Meatloaf, and yet we are still fucking here. Evening, folks. As always, I'm Tristan, aka
2: Chubby Cheese, joined by... Cheese a, coming to you from the cursed young. earth, wandering the wasteland. Oh, yeah, and of course, the we wild got
1: blue cheese rubes uh, sitting here amongst a pile of resin.
0: And uh, I, will, I will jump in. We do have a fourth member tonight. Now, this is a person of great renown and I'm going to officially take this opportunity there was a lot of consternation yeah we've got chubby cheese sneaky cheese wild blue cheese what cheese what you know what 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 title will we bestow upon this you know like gold you know smooth tones cheese now that doesn't really really work you know Black sort of uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> Black bloke <laughs> panther cheese pikey cheese second hand cheese buy cheese. swap and sell cheese i don't think it's panther cheese i think it has to be considering his position within our little community i think it's got to be commodore cheese I like Commodore Cheese. He's I'm a leader accepted. of men. Cheese. Commodore Cheese. <laughs> well, we've, we have given this, this gentleman a lot of shit over the last... probably I since that's of, last fucking understatement. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we finally thought we'd give him an entire episode to fire back at us. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you our friend and now permanent Bacon Burger member, Mr. Harry fucking Turner. Howdy, folks.
3: Oh, it is
0: good to be here. It's good to have you, mate. Right, so it has been a hell of—I mean, the fact that we lost Betty White for Christ's sake, like, it's like 2021 just thought it would just kick us in the dick one last time. Like, why take Betty? I mean, she's—I mean, she was on my bucket list, man. I mean, that's, that'll never be fulfilled now. Like, fuck.
2: Well, yeah, anyway, you're under—you're under, you're under the assumption that we have left 2020. I—I I think that that's just Groundhog Day. we are we yeah, going to be. Twenty twenty slash twenty one, it'll be twenty fifty one, and we'll still be be in this uh this cube, you know, isolation Wouldn't cube. Yeah, I oh, know.
0: It feels that way. Like we've we've been through some fucking. shit. I mean, Harry hasn't really been through it. He's been living in Queensland and living the dream. But... Oh yeah, the retail dream. Watching you <laughs> fuckers go through the crappening twice in a row. Well, yeah, it twi- was it. 18? No, it was longer than that. All oh no, the twice. toilet,
3: the uh, bog roll bonanza.
0: Yeah, that was great. The shit ticket yeah. special. Come again. Walk, I, I walked into. I watched a guy walk into a a Lexus dealership with a 24 pack of Quilton, and he came out with a. a, a it was an SL 500 or something. It was crazy. It was. It was. <laughs> the, the 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 costs were high. But here's the thing. Yeah. We are back. Uh, it has been a really, really crap 12 months. But this is it. We have almost seen. Things are starting to ramp down. We're in a position now where uh, we can actually sort of catch up and have fun and see each other. And we're not seeing each other at the moment. Like, we've got some shit going on. Rooms has moved house. I've moved house. Um, Sneaky has fucking shaved his head and joined a religious cult or something. Um, And – Yes, the, the, the,
2: Harry, the Harry Krishnas. I'll, I'll yep. be, be heading up You'd to Malambimbi soon.
0: Seriously, man, I would love it. I would, I would truly love it. I mean, seriously, if, if Sneaky, if you walked up to me and offered me an orange and some religious advice, I'd be down with that. I'd fucking do that. Yeah, I'd, you've I'd, never I'd, seen
2: I'd the fought. pictures of me when I when I had a shaved head. I, I looked like fucking Mussolini with uh, with the glasses. <laughs> I and can the... imagine you would as well. would <laughs> <laughs> not be a good look.
0: Interesting. No. I, I'm
2: listening Especially to you. when I was hanging upside down to fix my back, you know. It was... <laughs> <laughs> traction it always gets a, you. Uh,
1: a podcast at the moment and Mussolini was actually a school before uh, he was he uh, was he he,
2: he was him. he was a journal, he was a journalist and uh he was at one time a member of the communist party of, of Italy yeah i've heard that yeah yeah strange uh, strange tra- trajectory that guy went through
0: anyway so it's been a really shit yeah it's been a really shit two years um, the last time that i actually rolled dice was uh cancun uh, 2020, something like two years. Uh, luckily, um, for Bolt Action in general, you know, we've had the Juggers. They seem to have done, a, you know, an okay kind of job, you know, sort of holding down the fort while we were taking a bit of time off. But um, a lot has changed. Um, I got qualified, moved to house, blah, 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 blah. Today is actually my 15th wedding anniversary, and instead of spending time with my wife uh, like, you know, perhaps she would want, I'm currently sitting in my garage
2: talking to you cunts. So... Um, so you do, you just, decided not to get married on Valentine's Day? Like, we're a couple of no, days out. You just no, went, no, we, oh, no. No, nah, we, we don't. My
0: wife and I, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. And I'm not saying that to be funny. We actually don't. My wife is like, mm. when we first got together, it was kind of coming up. Because it's only a little bit, like, it's only a few, uh, Valentine's Day is, was it eight, nine, ten, yeah, it's only three, six days after my birthday. Um, But, yeah, my wife was always just like, nah, I'm, don't, nah, no, I'm not into it. She doesn't like flowers. Mm-hmm. Give her a box of chocolates every so often, but yeah, she doesn't do flowers. Anyway, so I'm here hanging out with you bastards. Um, I'm look, I'm going to throw it over to Rubes because um, I think out of all of us, you've had the biggest life change um, since we last recorded. Yeah, um,
1: I, I um I bought some more miniatures.
0: But you bought a miniature. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> You'll be paying for that one for eighteen years exactly to come. On.
0: Most expensive <laughs> I've ever bought. Um, yeah, yeah, you gotta, so... you, you gotta, you gotta give it a, you gotta give it a, a wash every day. Like it's just, <laughs> no highlights. <laughs> no, not yet. Um, yeah,
1: so uh, I now have a rug rat. I, um, it's been great, God, thank you. I think, uh, I think <laughs> Mrs. was even pregnant last time we released a. a uh, an episode to be honest um yeah, yeah so I've now got a little mini me who has already shown fascination in um the games room um, is
0: it is it true that in honour of Hari you named your son Bayonet,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: Bayonet. you bastard <laughs> oh Right, be, be like Ari, Ari. I want to make you the godfather. Oh, that'd be great. I'm so touched. Uh, okay. What's the kid's name? Bayonet. Dead oh, you dead could have blood. called him. Yeah. You
2: could have called him Panther. You know, <laughs>
0: Panther <laughs> pan- pan-
2: pan- 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 Bayonet. Pan- pan- um, that scene in in the old uh, Beavis and Butthead uh, things where they're doing Panther, like they're, oh, they're yeah. taking the piss out of Panther. It's like, you respect your stepmother, Panther, or you'll be sleeping on the street. <laughs> 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 right. luckily, now
1: we have to off. model
3: up a panther with no, a banana attached to it. <laughs> there you go.
1: So yeah, so I've been pretty lucky. He um, has great fascination with the games room. Um So I've also left Melbourne uh, for Central Victoria, and um, I now have a games room much bigger than I had previously. Still um, filled it with shit. Yeah, i have still sorting it out. I've still got tubs of scenery and miniatures to unpack and need more shelves. We always need more shelves. But no uh, when he's having one of his noisy moments, I bring him in the games room and he looks at the shelves and it calms him down. So uh exactly. takes after his old man. Yeah. I suspect, though, it's more about, ooh, that looks tasty at this stage with him, but,
3: you know.
0: Yeah, most likely. <laughs> I'm actually pretty lucky. Like, I've, I've got my hobby area set up in my garage. Like we, we moved we moved house. I moved from where I was in – we were living next door to Ice Addicts, so that was fun, and we decided, no, we don't want to do that anymore. So we moved down to, like we. – I'm living – I think I'm six minutes away from the beach now, and it's kind of like it's a double-edged sword because, yeah, it's like I, I love living where I live. I truly fucking do. But every so often, like, I kind of look up, and if I'm at the beach at, like, say, McCrae yeah. I can look up and I can pretty much see – kind of roughly where like in you know, the direction that Sneaky lives. And I'm like, It's so fucking far to go for podcasting now. So we might have to do something yeah, remote as opposed to uh as opposed to catching up. Like I still want to do the catch up thing and we are kind of trying to be better this year now that we've got events back, um in recording and you know, sort of uh serving up a bit more of a a bit more of the crap that you're used to from us. But um Sneaky how's your how was your twenty twenty one?
2: Um, I sat in a room and painted fucking miniatures until my eyes and you, bled. Um, and you painted yourself? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was it was nothing. Um, nothing happened. Nothing particularly bad, but no. nothing really of anything I got happened. Like, oh, fun. you did, you did. I, I'm I got, still yeah. uh, still avoiding it. I'm. I'm no, uh, you fucking yeah, it's not fun. No, no no. Um, look yeah, 2021 was was a, uh, really a whole lot of nothing. Um, yep. I got so sick of the sight of this room that I'm sitting in that you would not believe it. Um, you know so it wasn't wasn't horribly objectionable, but uh, it was just a whole lot of nothing really. Yeah. Um, yeah it was it was cool in the sense that uh, I, I painted a lot of shit for a lot of people. Um, that's really nice stuff man. Yeah, but then I, I kind of came out of the other end of that and I, I went you know it's it's always a um, question yeah some people will say do something you love and you never work a day in your life. I don't necessarily think that's quite right because anything that you do when it's got a dollar figure and a deadline attached to it becomes work. And uh, you know when your your self criticism will kick in and say, "Oh, is this up to my standards or whatever?" Yeah, it, that that is work. Um, and I'm kind of coming out the other side of that and wanting to scale that back a little bit and go. I need to work on my own projects a bit more because I'm I'm looking at burnout coming over that horizon a little yeah, bit unless I do my own shit.
0: You're getting to where I got to when I was doing commission work. Is eventually you, it just sucks all the fun out of painting?
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I'm like yeah I, I like getting paid for this stuff and money is great because it lets me do all this other stuff and yada 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 but shit it's like it, it shouldn't be it shouldn't you shouldn't have that oh I've got to sit down at the hobby desk again yeah you should look forward to kind of
2: getting out there and getting into it and you um you just don't it's just shit yeah look I mean, it's I I am not going to um <sighs> second guess that because look it was it was a really cool thing to have that there as an option uh during this time when when um you know employment conditions in melbourne were just just complete shithouse like you know no one's hiring anybody when they don't know if there's lockdown coming next week or, yeah, or not looming yeah I know. yeah 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 uh, and particularly my my sector where i where i was working with with the borders shut was just a complete catastrophe um yep. and yeah the music thing not being happening at all either so look it yeah. that w- that was cool in its own way um but it, it's a, i think if you're going to do that and you want to remain kind of engaged you have to make some time to work on your own stuff too because um, yeah, otherwise agree, it will
4: completely.
2: just become a little bit of a chore um and, and look, beyond that, there w- wasn't really anything to, to describe. I mean, I, I, we were talking just before about 2020 and whether it's still happening and and whatever. It really felt like it was just a continuation of <laughs> 2020 by other means. Did, yeah. Uh, like that's the world's, world's worst von Clausewitz joke. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, it, it felt like just a continuation of, of 2020 that just ran on for far longer than I wanted it to. The funny
0: thing was I actually went back, before we recorded this this evening, the last couple of days, I went back and listened to the last episode that we recorded.
2: Yeah, we and thought it was over, didn't we? We thought it was it was going uh, to be all sunshine Listening to it, roses. I'm like,
0: I, yeah, I sound so, like, optimistic and hopeful, and I just want to go back to that Tristan and put my hand on her shoulder and go, mate, it's going to get really bad again, and I'm sorry, but, you know, <laughs> light at the end of the tunnel, but it's it's still pretty shit.
4: But, you know, it is
0: what it is. We got through it. We're all good. Um, But I'll tell you what, the one thing I I did notice about that podcast that we recorded is we didn't spend a heck of a lot of time talking about bolt action because there wasn't a heck of a lot of bolt action happening. But That's changed. But before we get any further, Ari, how you been? Oh,
3: you know, living the dream. Retail never changes. So, I mean, it's basically been two years of groundhog for me.
0: I just want to hear Ron Perlman say that. (laughs) <laughs> retail,
3: retail never changes. I want to hear Al Pacino say. It. No, it's um, you? look, 2021. Oh wow! Somehow, retail, 20...
0: retail never changes. <laughs> <Tried>. <laughs> fucking try. Anybody else? Anybody else want to try? Uh, yeah, Christopher Walken. Retail, retail never changes. It's like this thing. No, I'm gonna stop. Keep going. Yeah, sorry. Nah.
3: Twenty Twenty One was just an extension of Twenty Twenty with an additional side serving of extra shit. So, I'm hearing you. Got through it. Not a lot of hobby happened, but you know, that
0: yeah, it is what it it's, is. It's kind of one of those things. I mean, you. It it's kind of hard for me to kind of listen to you say that and go, well, and reconcile with that because you are so active in our community. Uh, the fact that you and um, you and big big Bobby Lambert. I don't know how, seriously, how did two Queenslanders end up as the admins for the Bolt Action New Zealand page?
3: Yeah, look, I, the whole thing behind that, um, Pete was, Pete West was looking for a couple of extra admins to come on board. I think Rob Lambert was already an admin. Um, I stuck my hand up and Pete was like, great, hope you would. And then added a couple of others. And then through one thing and another, Pete said, "Turned around one day and said, okay, 'Okay, I'm stepping down, boys.'" Um, and then one of the others said, "Yeah, I'm not really up for it, so I'm stepping back." And the dominoes fell, and then it was just me and Rob Lambert. So,
0: it's, yeah. it's two good options. I mean, it's, and I'll, I'll I'll be the first to say I miss Rob Lambert. Rob was such a good part of our community and such a such an absolute gentleman to play against. Um, I don't, Reeves. You know, did you ever meet Lambo?
1: I don't think I ever did get the chance, unfortunately.
0: Hopefully, he comes down for a can come one time when you know Australia's not on fire and you're not, um, you know, lynching looters at a border, border crossing somewhere, and you can actually maybe get a get a face to face in with the big man because he's seriously like Rob Lambert's a top bloke. But um, yeah, it's kind of, it's 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 difficult for like I said. I'm getting back to it. Is I'm trying. Try swear to you, listeners. I'm trying not to rabbit hole this one. Uh, <laughs> It's one of those things where it's, it's hard for me to kind of reconcile you not being in the hobby because you are such a big part of the hobby, um, especially in the Australian scene. Like, you and I – how many events have you and I done together now, Hari? Considering that you and I, like, we live in very different parts of Australia.
3: Um, I'm pretty sure you hit CanCon 2016.
0: Yeah, I think I did. But you and I, you and I
3: didn't know each other then. No, we didn't know each other then, but, yeah. I mean, there's at least – Three events just, in Melbourne itself.
0: Yeah, because you and I met for the first time at, was it Brad's, was it Bear or Wolf? I think or it was bear? It was
3: Wolf.
1: Yeah, yeah I not exactly. know. Just, that was my first event. Uh, yeah, 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 that's that,
0: right. Mm. And then we did, and then we had the Bendigo event, which was great fun.
3: Yeah,
1: and that was that was a little bit
0: annoying because we did actually have like we had you in the car with us on the way home. The lost recording, life. yeah, <laughs> that was so shit. There's a finders fee so for that one, folks. Oh my god, we have so many of those episodes.
2: <laughs> like we had roaming Lockie reading. roamed away with it, and uh, oh, oh it I miss
0: that kid. Lockie, if you're listening, get like come back. I mean, I don't want to kick anyone else off the cast. I just want Lockie to come back because. I miss him, and he's. I want to hear
2: class. about what happened with his international house of um, baguettes. <laughs> oh, I,
0: <don't> <laughs> like, I think he's actually bought a house now. I think. Yeah, wow. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's. Um, is he engaged? Should I hope I, I, I don't, don't know, know. God, I would was, set something up
2: gossiping about this poor dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> either way,
1: he looks very happy in the, the last photos. He does. He looks very yeah, I know. It's really good to see.
2: No, it was the, just those endless stories about how how the he essentially yeah. lived in a backpacker.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, the funny thing is, like so. we joke about it. We, we, we joke about it, but I mean seriously, that all that shit is character building, and it's all the sort of shit you should do in your twenties. And you know, whatever, like that'll be a funny story he tells his kids one day. Oh yeah, I moved yeah. into a house with these French guys, and they had this cat, and it would fucking was just savage and wouldn't leave me alone. Then they left and left the cat with me, and and them died
2: me. with a falafel in his hand. In his it hand, just all went yeah. all along. Yeah, and then I had to get the cat in Uber. It was just, <laughs>
0: <it's>
1: just <laughs> I, I, something just dawned on me now our trip to uh Tasmania a couple of years back to Sudlich I'm pretty sure when I booked the, the plane tickets I actually listed Hari as Commodore
0: for a ticket yeah you did, you did. Oh, that's you did. right oh, oh yeah we, yeah cuz we've done so we've done bear we did the uh, badgercon and then we did uh we've done a cancon together and then we also did um Sudlich so that's four yeah. events yeah I'm pretty I sure feel there's like another there's one else there. Yeah, same. I'm pretty sure there's another one
3: um, somewhere. Yeah, there was Go Lee on. Avery's event that he ran at. Oh, stop the hoff!
0: Yeah, yes, that's that was it. Right. I remember that. Yeah, so that's five events. I mean, Harry. I mean, Harry's putting down the kilometres. As I mean, for those. I mean, for, for to give you an idea. Travel. Absolutely. So, I mean, the bacon burgers are basically like a Melbourne-centric podcast. You know, we we always.
2: We, well, not anymore. Been? You're barely in Melbourne and uh, Rube's isn't at all anymore. Hey, I'm, I'm still considered Metro, motherfucker. You're our anchor point, Sneaky. You're yeah. what keeps us tethered. Well, I'm barely um, on planet Earth these days. So <laughs> I wouldn't know about that.
0: But um, Hari, you're like, I mean, I, I, like I joke about you being a Queensland. You're not a Queenslander. You're from northern New South Wales. Is that right? Mullum, yep. Mullumbeam? I mean, close enough. We're
3: spitting distance to
0: the border. You spit at the the border quite a lot.
3: Well, pretty much. I am the one that keeps the less civilised bolt action players north of the border. So you can thank me later. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, it's because there isn't that much of a local scene here and the tournament scene on the Gold Coast died quite drastically, there's a lot of travel involved if you want to get to events and you're living in northern New South Wales. So that means either Brisbane, which is two hours north, Sydney, which is eight hours south, or Melbourne, however far really, south. Are you eight
0: hours? Eight hours south to Sydney. I didn't even you realize you were that high up.
3: Yeah, so I'll drive you... for
0: ten hours, and I'll still be in the same state. So, to give you an idea, people listening, I mean, I can drive. I mean, from my house, I can drive from my house to Sydney, and that'll take me twelve hours. Hari's another eight hours north.
2: Yeah, now- yeah, but remember, Sydney is not that far from the Victorian border, all things considered, and then. Yeah, I, I've always been I've always been oh, shit. weirded <laughs> out a little bit by the fact that I thought Brisbane was w- mentally that Brisbane was about where Rockhampton was that Brisbane was very far north, but you get to Brisbane and you're only halfway up the coast. You know, yep. you've still got to go through Rockhampton and Cairns and yada yada, right? Like it's yeah. Huge.
3: I mean, speaking of Cairns, there is actually a up and coming bolt action community up there well, they have the
2: tank mu- they have the tank museum there how yeah. amazing is that well i got had the luck of
3: running an event for them which was fantastic and running the event at the museum is yeah. even better it's like it's difficult to actually focus because it's around a, it's oh. like war nerd mecca basically
2: you know victoria has a couple of those but no one seems to know about them there's that there's that weird one in Gippsland, where they they'll actually take you for a drive around oh, yes. uh, so this they don't obstacle course.
1: Have really, anything World War Two wise, everything's pretty much post walks I follow them on oh, Facebook, and I'm always like, when I was packing them, I'm yeah. like, oh, it's only an hour's driveway. Maybe I'll go drive a tank, but then I never did. Mm. So. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. So right. I, I went up there, but there's another one in Echuca that I've never really seen discussed. I only found out about really? this because because I we happen to be to go up for a weekend away in uh, Echuca, Moama, right? We're, we're up there just going, okay, how many times can you go up and down the river on a paddle boat? This place is a combination wine and cheese
0: tasting
2: uh, You told tasting us about this, facility, yeah. But yeah. they have and their we own little tank museum there. And they, they've, yeah. got, they've got all <laughs> sorts of shit there, but you never really see it talked about or advertised. So okay, yeah, what wine and cheese compliments
0: of pans are for best? Yeah, no 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 I'll, I'll stop you right there. See Sneaky Sneaky pulled this on us on a on a podcast a while ago and he was like, Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. you know, I went up and did wine and cheese and tanks and we were like You fucking motherfucker, you just just saunter off up to the border and just you know, root around your little fucking tank and then no invite. No invited and then you, you also did you actually rode a tank a while back and you didn't let us know about that either. We could yeah, well,
2: that one, that one, that one was pretty cool, actually. Although <laughs> yeah. that wasn't really a tank; it was a M one one three. So it's it's a it's like Lieutenant Groover's little tank, really. Yeah. It's a it's the supplier support version that has a turret, but it's an APC with a howitzer stuck on the top. Oh, it's the
3: um, it's got the Saladin turret on top.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. fantastic.
0: All right, so I'm just going to, before I throw over to Hobby, I'm just going to point out that when we started recording this, we all jumped into Discord channel, and we looked at the people who had access to this channel, and I'm like, oh, okay, there's Fighting Kentucky and he'll be fast asleep, and then we looked at Sheffy from the Juggers, and it was like, okay, no problems, you know, it's very early in the morning, Sheffy won't be, a, Sheffy's actually be messaging us. He's <laughs> he's he's actually kind of in the channel, but not in the channel, Mm. We should have locked the bloody channel, Rubes. Come
2: on! (laughs) (laughs) Who would have ever imagined that someone like that could be gainfully (laughs) employed enough to be up up in the morning?
0: He's up up for morning prayers. Anyway, all right, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the roundup, the hobby roundup very, very quickly, Uh, given it's been 12 months. Okay, uh, I'll go first because it's mine's relatively easy. Um, I haven't picked up a paintbrush or done anything of any sort of value since 2020. As soon as I found out that Andrew Baxter, who ran a very successful CanCon 2022, was going to run events down here in Melbourne, and also uh, Lee Avery is running a, con- a conquest event, uh, my hobby mojo kicked in hard. I was like a 14-year-old who discovered porn. I could not. Put it. Wow, now. that's an image. It's right there with you. Anyway, so chafed, um, chafed those paint brushes real hard. You, they, have, I've taken the taken the lacquer right off the right off the shaft. Anyway, so uh, a little while ago, I stripped all of my British Airborne. You know, did the whole um, uh, paint strip and whatnot. Put this force together. Glued on a heap of little bandoliers and pouches and this, that, and the other. And I have repainted. There's a lot of it now. Like I've done a 25-pounder and a sniper. I've done a HQ and about 30 infantry models at the moment. I've got um, – and the juggles will be ha- very happy to hear this. I've got two flamethrowers. They'll be less happy to hear this. I've got two arts, three snipers, and a couple other bits and pieces, a mortar. I'm doing a display tray. Uh, my hobby mojo is fucking back, and as soon as I've done uh, the British Airborne, it is the Deutsches Africa Corps. That's my next army. But – other than that, I haven't really done a heck of a lot because uh, we were just busy doing shit. So uh, I'm going to throw the thing is like I want to throw to Rubes, but I know that that's going to be a conversation that goes for like the better part of about 16 hours because we're going to hear about every vehicle that he's printed out. And okay, Rubes, you ready for it? Hang on. Yeah. We're... Here's me. Here's my phone. Hang on. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this properly. Open my phone up. Okay. Uh, stopwatch. All right, Rubes, you've got two <laughs> minutes. You've got two minutes to tell me what your hobby's been doing since the last recording, starting now. Go. Okay, my hobby uh, was pretty random um, until with with the move
1: out of Melbourne, kind of put a bit dampener uh, since getting up here and unpacking my obsession for early war has kicked right in again i'm currently in the process of painting a platoon of 1940 falchium jaeger and a platoon of dutch uh, from may 40 miniatures uh, very nice sculpts um, i'm actually looking at running the dutch at some point i've even printed out a an eight style Cannon, which is essentially an 18th-century black powder cannon that the Dutch pressed into service against the Germans when they realised, oh crap, we don't have enough firepower. Um, And yes, uh, if you've seen the Bacon Burgers uh, page uh, recently, um, I did put up a post about my obsession of early war armour. My long-term goal. is is putting it mildly. Yeah, well, I've, I, I know I've got the thing is, I know I've got more somewhere in another tub, I've just got to find them. Um, you. a minute, keep going, keep going, keep going. My goal is to basically cover every 1939 and 40 and eventually 41 list for armor. Um, I picked up a resin printer and printer go brrr, and I get vehicles. It's <laughs> <laughs> you got an A10 warthog for a printer, <laughs> yeah. Um, Literally, I'm, I'm holding my hand now. A Steyr ADGZ, uh, which shows how obsessed I am because it is basically used for a um, scenario in Germany Strikes and that's pretty much it, although it's not a bad little vehicle. Um, have you
2: done a Neufahrgazung? Neu okay,
1: <coughs> story about that. I have printed seven of them. <laughs> I have oh, printed... No, 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 hear me out. I have done more than the Germans actually made. but I did them back in uh, when I only had FDM printers um, as our good friend down in uh, Tasmania, I wanted some and it nearly broke me for printing. It was nearly enough for me to stop printing because the machine was so in depth uh, as in the tank was that I just could not get a print. I liked it. Drove me nuts. Um, and yes, uh, now that I have a resin printer, I will be attempting it yet again, as it is my last German armour for 1939 or 1940 that I need to complete pretty much any theatre selector for uh, early war Germans for their armour. So yes, one will be printed out in the coming weeks, um, and then I shall move on to 1941, although I've still got a, a lot of other nationalities to uh, to print out, I've uh, pretty much done all the Poles done all the Belgians uh what else have I done uh large complement of Soviets huge complement of BEF um French I've still got a heap because the French did have quite a wide variety and uh, of course Germans are pretty much done by one uh very odd and useless tank and yeah so the uh the printing and the painting and the building uh does continue
2: With the printing and the building and the hey hee (laughs) Clive. (laughs) Clive.
0: Clive. Yeah, you blew blew right through two minutes, but I'll just let you go because I hear you're winding it up. That's fantastic. Rubes, as usual, you're putting us all to shame. Um, Sneaky, what's your hobby women like?
2: All right. Well, uh, we seem to be on a theme about early war, actually. So on the bench right now, as we are talking, um, I am painting up uh, early war French armour. Yes, Um, love it. So there's a there's a there's a bit of everything actually. Uh, So there's a Shah and a Selma and the little Hotchkiss little beasties and the uh, Panhard and uh, what is that half track that looks like something out of Wacky Races? Oh, the um, (laughs) ugly looking thing. uh,
1: The P eighteen, I think it is. Mm,
2: Yep, yep. Uh, So I did all of that and uh, the. Another project I worked on for the same guy was, uh, early war, um, uh, 1940 Germans. Um, so that was a whole stack of infantry and uh, artillery and dip, you know, the works and that had pretty much all of the armor for 1940. So Panzer one, two, three, four, um, mags all of that sort of stuff. Um, that's about the extent of the bolt action stuff, but then there's been a lot of other projects that I've taken on for people. Um, I did a huge, huge... If you've ever seen um, how big armies for Hail Caesar are, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did a Celt, a, a Celt army for Hail Caesar with all of those checked and striped trousers and hand-painted tattoos and Isn't that decaled- a George Clooney film? decal yeah it is that's a good film too but uh they, um, uh they
1: looked amazing too by the way
2: well i was happy with that but that was that was a long time coming um you know that that was a real grind to to get through that um on in terms of my own stuff uh i'm working on some stuff for skirmish games so um rather than yeah, I don't want to really build a 28 mil Napoleonic Army because that's just enormous but for sharp practice and uh, by extension silver bayonet that uh, North Star launched soon I've, I've got a uh, Napoleonic British Army that I'm working on and I'm still kind of slowly grinding away at my uh 18 mil uh, Napoleonic British uh, just in my my downtime um, and yeah lots of terrain uh 3D printer go brr, although, <coughs> Rubes, you've had a lot more luck with the resin machine than, than I have. Um, it, I, I found that um, you know, living in a in – a, it's not a small apartment, but it is an enclosed uh, apartment, certainly in the winter. Um, I couldn't be running that out on the the balcony, and uh, it the resin that I was using was quite a strong smell in my little office and uh yeah it would our bedroom is just next to that, that room so uh, I I got the uh kibosh put on resin printing inside at least until I uh either find a way to, to vent it or um use a low odor resin on that. Uh but I've I've printed out pretty much an entire uh town worth of uh, MDF terrain. Uh which is well, hang looking, Sorry, looking hang on, hang on, good. hang on, hang on what MDF, not MDF. Sorry, FDM. Right. Okay.
0: Sorry. I was FDM. like, you, have a, you, you had an MDF cutter. Um, when
2: did this happen?
0: You got yeah, a... that's
2: not that's not happening in my little oh. office. No way. <laughs> I was
0: like you're complaining about the smell of a resin printer. Yeah. Good, good yeah. luck with the carcinogenic uh, fun times that is an MDF cutter.
2: Yes, indeed. Mm. I'm not going to start a fire yeah. in here about that. Um, yeah. So I mean, the terrain's been been something I've been working on. Um, yeah you know, i bought a couple of mats recently uh i i got the um two mats that the combat company do they, they don't have a oh, big yeah. range but the ones that they do are actually quite nice and very affordable um, So that's useful to useful to have uh so i think i'll be moving away from uh using kind of uh sectioned uh mdf sheets with the uh flocking and whatever on and just moving towards mats because it's just so much easier to store and uh, move with me um but yeah play, playing a lot playing probably a lot more games than uh than anyone else because um we have been able to run the league um with with some COVID restrictions on and off through this period so uh hey, i think
0: like what, what's it like playing miniatures in a hazmat suit sneaky is that difficult or is that you just sort of get used to it or
2: well it's not that far from the gimp mask you know so it's it's <laughs> It breeds a lot easier. Yeah, we're flexible about this sort of stuff. Um, So, for example, I was uh, learning a six millimeter World War Two game, which is uh, which is interesting. Uh, World World in Flames. Um, That was kind of cool, and uh, we've been playing O Group, uh, which is a little bit like Flames of War. So it's fifteen mil scale, but it has that real uh, two fat two fat lardies style. To it, So there's a lot of stuff that is just uh, kind of tracking tokens on the table that you, you don't know what that actually is. They're, they're either jump off points or reconnaissance points or artillery markers sort of thing. Um, that's a fun game. Um, so the other thing I did actually now that I remember it is uh, I printed off a shit ton of 15 millimeter uh, tanks on the MDF machine uh, for kind of Kursk-ish scenarios. Um, so I did a uh, about eight Stugs, eight Panzer IVs, four Tigers, um, a lot of T-34s, I don't know how many, a um, bunch of ISUs. Uh, so le- learning to paint in 15 mils been an interesting thing. Um, I got a uh, much more finely detailed airbrush uh, from the guys at... Uh, scale model supplies. Um, their their stuff's really nice, and yeah, their their um, uh, very fine detail airbrushes uh, is pretty schmick. Lovely. Yeah. Ooh, uh, to,
0: I mean, sorry. Yeah, you two have yeah. just been. You two have been just like way too busy.
2: <laughs> well, I, I've had I've had fuck all else to do. <laughs> you sure. know, I've been locked at, under house arrest for far too long.
1: That um twenty eight mil Napoleonic force you're doing is that for the peninsula or the Hundred Days campaign?
2: Well, uh, peninsula, got got a yeah, pe- nerd, Rube, peninsula largely, <laughs> but I mean, I'm not enough of a button counter to, uh, and because I'm not going to go out and buy a whole uh, box of the Victorix stuff, um. Uh, just for the the sake of a skirmish game. Um, and the the core of it are Highlanders, and their uniform really didn't change um, between Peninsula and uh, 100 Days. Um, you, you, you don't have that thing about the uh, stovepipe versus Belgic shackers and the all of that kind of stuff.
1: And that sort of stuff doesn't change for them because they're wearing kilts.
2: Well, that's, that's right, and the um, Hussars and Light Dragoons are um, not that different. I mean, you get the early ones where they're wearing the and helmets and stuff, which I haven't done, but um, the KGL uh, Hussars and Light Dragoons are not hugely dissimilar uh, between the two, so I think it works all right for that. And uh, the the other good thing being that you know, um, Silver Bayonet is just Ten guys of whatever you you want, really.
0: Silver Bayonet. what, well, did Rube's write a game system and name it after Harry?
2: <laughs> Silver that Bayonet was- is a little bit like if if you've ever read or seen um, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, no. which is this strange, yes. bizarre kind of thing about Napoleonic um, creatures. You know th- this intersection between uh, the world of Napoleon and Wellington and uh, fairies and vampires and ghosts and stuff. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a really good rule set.
1: They actually made a, um, a mini series out of it too, I believe.
2: It's good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 good. Yeah. I mean that that book is huge. It's like a the, doorstop.
1: Um, Waterloo episode was pretty good. I think he was at, was it La Haye Saint that he was at or um.
2: Wow! Yeah, the the oh, one yeah. I always remember is the is the ship thing where he's trying to float the the ship off the sandbar with the yeah. uh, the ghost the, horses.
1: Um, I just remember the scene in the in the mini when he's at either Hougomont or La Haye Saint, and he's using magic to get vines to throw the French back over the walls and stuff like that. It was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I, and the the thing is that the book is really really funny. If you're familiar with uh, books written around that time, uh, because it's just a really conscious piss take of the the style of language and the way that books were written in the, those days with these like extensive footnotes and weird digressions, uh, yeah, it's uh, she she only wrote one book after that, which I've got on the shelf, but I've never actually uh, got around to reading. Uh, I, I really liked that one though. All right, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut in. And I'm going to get a shovel out and dig us out of this rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've hit a, fuck- <laughs> Holy Holy a hole. So, um, we hole in the rabbit hole. We went f- quite far down. Uh, sneaky, uh, thank you. It sounds like you've been a lot fucking busy than I have, and you make me feel very bad about myself. So cheers for that. Hari, what's your hobby been like, son? Um, Again,
3: it's continuing this sort of early war theme. Um,
0: it just basically revolves yes. around you selling, selling panthers
3: to the whole uh, no. community. Actually,
0: <laughs> I haven't one more panther.
3: Yeah, it's never going to happen, Rube. Keep dreaming. <laughs> you can print yourself a panther, but it's not going to be the same. It's true, I know. Um, that's I've done it. I haven't actually sold a panther for about two years now, which feels a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, no, for about the last eighteen months, my main project has been a Gebigs Force retreat, It's been and that's a lot of kit bashing. Um, aside from that, I've just embarked on a early war yeah. British force, Desert, uh, second rifle brigade.
0: I thought you were gonna say a journey of self discovery, and i realised... <laughs> Can you put your
3: yeah, shirt back no, on? My, really no, my chakras are so far disaligned, there's no going back from where <laughs> I am. The hippies look at me and just go, oh, no, nah, no, nah. not a chance, not a chance. Yeah. It's the only thing that saves me from the uh, patchouli oil. Um, No, I've gone back to probably my favourite plastic kit of all time, the Perry Desert Rats, and I'm smashing through it. It's great I fun. Don't,
0: I do not know how you do the Perry Desert Rats. Garrett had that set way back when... They are just so small and fiddly and fine. It's like you just want to, like, bring them all to life and give them all a sandwich and just be like, come on, guys, just put some weight on, please. It's just crazy. (laughs) I mean, there is a certain element of that,
3: but I don't know. There's something about that kit. I just enjoy working with it. I genuinely struggled to work with the Warlord Desert Rats kit.
0: I thought that kit was all right. I did most of my... It was a good kit. kit. I
3: I I don't know. There was something about it. It was just like... No, I think maybe it might have been the fact that every rifle came with a bayonet attached.
2: That's and I just got a, that is
3: irritating. from thing.
2: Now, <laughs> speaking of bayonets and speaking of Geberg jegers, uh, there was a book I read just recently, which was uh, about the, the apparently the biggest bayonet fight of World War II that uh, it was happened on, on Crete. And uh, just recently after I finished that book, I saw that this uh, Greek miniature company that's just sort of uh, starting itself up. So they're they're doing their first two lines recently and they are doing Australians in Crete all with fixed bayonets and the miniatures look amazing. Studio Historia. That's the one. Yeah. Mm. Their stuff looks incredible. They've done Um,
1: Italian Alpini as well from what I've seen. Yeah.
3: I'm really liking the look of those. And I think something they've put a poll up there. Doing the Army of the Potomac is their next project, nice. which is going to be interesting. But yeah, That's no, their stuff looks shop. really good, and it paints up really well too. Yeah,
2: they look good, don't they? I'm really keen to uh, <clears throat> to maybe maybe do that. Uh, yeah, because the the adapting the um, either of the desert rat ones for Australians in Crete is. Oh, it's okay, but uh, I don't don't think the webbing was right. I think we were still using the the earlier pattern.
3: Yeah. Stuff. Um, reading through the Osprey book on Crete, there's a lot of photographic evidence that points out the webbing is more similar to what you'd see on the BEF, hmm. rather than what you get on the Desert Rats kit. So. Like the most prominent one is that uh, chest mounted pouch for the gas mask, which is missing from, you know, everything. So, but yeah, Studio Historia have done a good job on their sculpts. Really impressed.
2: Yeah, I, I really hope they, they do well with, with that and that they, you know, they get some good distribution to uh, get that stuff going around. I think they will.
3: It uh, looks like quality product, and with their Alpini, they're definitely going to score some brownie points. And they finally filled that gap of a decent Greek range, which has been absent for, oh, well, shit, since at least I joined the hobby, and that's 2014.
0: Um, it's... I. There is a lot of really, really, good shit coming out at the moment. Um, I, there are so many companies just coming out with just amazing stuff. Um, one thing that I have seen that's come out, like uh, War Games Atlantic. Yeah. Um, they are I mean, insane. I know. I know all of a sudden, like, you know, War Games Atlantic put out um, a box <laughs> of Italian plastic. Uh, plastic italians and lo and behold, uh, that one
3: still gets me this, that still gets company me, it's that hilarious has
0: just rushed out some plastic italians because they realized there's a fucking market for it oh. uh, anybody listening at warlord I hate to break it to you guys but like um, plastic just about anything, I mean nothing's going to sell as well as the fucking big four but there is a market yeah. There's a market for it. Like if you want to do plastic fins, fuck, they'll sell. If, if you, you build plastic, it, they will come. Exactly. Well, right. well, look, the, the other thing about that, French. I think why
2: why they did that so cleverly. Though I mean, yeah, plastic French, awesome, because um they've picked the early war ones that work for World War One as well. Good mm. good double use of the sprues. Yeah, I agree. Um, but their Germans as well work quite nicely for potentially for Finns and Hungarians. Uh, with just maybe a little bit of work on there. And um World but, War II the, Chinese,
1: early war Chinese yeah. nationalists. Um, okay, first of all,
2: Sneaky,
3: stay the hell out of my brain. I've been ruminating on all, <laughs> all day looking at that War Games Atlantic German kit and working out how much work I'd have to do to turn them into plastic fins.
2: Yeah, so you, you've got that. Um, the Their plastic uh, partisans can work for just about any any civilian uh, army World War II. So I, I think they've been quite clever about going, you know, how much dual usage can we get from all of these plastic kits? Yeah, how much utility can we get out of mm. one kit? I, f- I love that shit. Well, I mean, that's, that's a toy, the thing. It's like. It's almost like the Rubicon
0: approach. It's how much bang can I get out of this. I mean, it's so, far so to
3: say, expensive. They've gone a little further in that, say, you get a War Games Atlantic box, 32 figures. You have four separate head options for each individual figure. Yeah, oh, brilliant. They, it's just
0: insane. Yeah, and I gotta be honest. After I do the uh, the DAC and I've run the DAC, and I've actually, here's the thing. Everyone listening at home is, I will be. I didn't actually realise. Um, I didn't actually realise CanCon Can- Can was running this year. Like, I, I wouldn't have gone. We were still a little bit iffy on you know lockdowns or whatever, and yada yada, or whatever reason. But um, I will be returning to CanCon next year, and I will be taking a Deutsches Africa Corps force. And let me tell you, yeah, I'm coming to play. I'm not coming to you know ruffle feathers <laughs> or whatever. But um, that's going to be a good fun list to
1: play. We'll take heaps of shoots and squads. People like those. Two, two off. Two <laughs> off They'll
2: love it just as much as they they loved the L R D G. Yeah. They love that. People love that oh, list. Oh yeah. it, it was it
3: was so yeah. warmly received. There wasn't any controversy no. at all. I don't know what you're oh, talking no about. No controversy.
0: What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I I won CanCon and the plague descended upon us. You know what was what was all that about? Oh, and then the country caught on fire. No, that was before that. That was no,
2: that, the the harbinger of your coming.
0: The yeah, that was yeah fire. I was just <laughs> waiting for insects to descend now, and I'm I, I've, I've got the triumph for it. But it's um. Yeah, look. So I'm going to get onto it. We're not going to. We're not going to. Um, we'll hit on it a little bit. We've had a lot of releases. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff happened in the last year. Um, the two people that I think that are best qualified to talk about this are Hari and uh, Rubes. Since January 2020, what books have we had? Because it's 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 kind of been a bit out of control, hasn't it?
3: Um, okay. So since January 2020, we've had. Marianas and Palau, Rubes, uh, pull me up if I miss anything. I have Rubes. Had, oh, Rubes got his own book. Yeah, Rubes is an uh, all-in-one theatre selector. I am a um, Yeah, it's pretty OP. It needs a chronic nerf. Warlord, if you're listening, please nerf Rubes. Please nerf Rubes. But don't take away your bayonets, please. They're coming for your bayonets, boy. They're coming for your bayonets. Yeah. So we've Marianas and Palau. We've had D-Day. Then we've had D-Day US sectors, yeah. Canadian. D-Day Canadian and British sectors. Yeah. We've had Soft Underbelly, which yeah. is Sicily in the early stages of the Italian campaign. I feel like there's something missing.
0: Written by written by. Um... – I'm just checking my shelf. All good. Yeah, yeah, written, written
3: by, by Australia's yeah, no, very I'm own I'm Rob Miller.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm wrong, Rob
3: Four of those books. There's – I think, at least four of those books. There's been some serious work put into them.
2: Yeah, right. Australians have written, like, so many of the campaign books. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean,
3: I think it's something to do with how far away removed we are from the rest of the Bolt Action community internationally. We sort of get a theatre book. We play through the units. We go, okay, what's next? And then we look at the holes in the uh, lists and the variety, Mm. And then we start looking for solutions.
0: And then we fill those holes with DACA, lots and lots of DACA.
3: Yeah, we fill those holes Amen. with naval ob- with naval observers.
0: Naval observers, thanks. Yeah, for we've we've <laughs> had we've had extensive conversations about, about about naval observers. And initially, like my my, my knee jerk reaction to naval observers, like oh my fucking god, oh, uh,
2: for naval gazers, naval, naval <laughs> gazers.
0: <laughs> 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 I Inky, I like sneaker you take yeah, and Sneaky will take two of those at 150 points. Oh yeah. Here's the thing: is I'm with the Naval Observer, and look, I think that what we'll do within the next couple of over the next couple of months, we will we will review some of these books. Um, I know that the juggers have kind of gone over them with their own little sort of slant, but I think we're going to you know we'll touch on them as well. I mean, yeah, some of that some of that material is a bit dated, given that you know it's 12 months ago. But I don't give a shit. We're going to do whatever we want with the bacon burgers. Um, a look, yeah, at we're going to bring
3: LRDJ to Cancon, and it'll be fine.
0: I can't. It's they start, I sold them. They're gone. Yeah, I sold my LIDG and my American Airborne. They're fucking, they are gone. I think I covered that in the last episode. They were gone at that stage. But the rub is that something like the Naval Observer, you look at it and you think, oh, my fucking God, it's fucking incredible. At the end of the day, if you're worried about one of those things coming to an event, for one thing, T.O. shouldn't be allowing them. Um, yeah. Like, the, the, the only, the, the, if you want to pay 150 points for that your boots, get on with it, because 150 points, I can take, so like for, for you to do that, fair enough, there's a risk it comes back on you. Yeah, yeah. And look, if it goes off, it goes off, it's fucking horrible. But it's it's the 50 point, it's giving it to the British for the 50 point upgrade, That yeah. there, therein lies the mistake. That's... However, any TO worth their salt is going to look at that unit and go, no, you can't bring that. Yeah.
2: Therein we get into some philosophical territory, don't we, about the difference between is the TO's role to try and artificially, not artificially, but to to try and uh, balance the game, or is it just open season for this is in the book, off we go, harden up?
0: Yeah, we. I mean, we've we've never played like that here, sneaky. No,
3: we never have. No, no, I can't say. I'm actually going to jump in here because I had this dilemma when I ran Operation Thunder up in Cairns. Now that bolt action community is less than a year old, and at the time I was planning this event, it was barely four months old. So I sat down and actually had a look at the at the books and went okay, what do I actually want to do here? Do I want to let this be a no-holds-barred event and let them go absolutely nuts with their imagination? And my conclusion there was, as a TO, when you have a community that is in its infancy and you want it to develop into something that can sustain itself, you have a responsibility to encourage players to dial it back a bit. The intention, the, you know, the desire is there to take, you know, these incredibly powerful units that can lock down an entire board sector in one simple activation. But the thing is, when you have new players, there's that psychological effect. If they come into an event that's built as beginner-friendly and get their face absolutely stomped in, you lessen their chances of returning to future events. You lessen their chances
2: interesting thing that I've observed as well playing a lot more uh I'd almost say traditional takes on how to build a uh, a war game the, the way that bolt action does it is the list this building is pretty flexible um whereas a lot of games aren't you know if it, they, they will say this is your list for 1805 French. Yeah, and you can you get some mm. choice around maybe one unit of this or maybe two, but the the, the minimum and the maximum is pretty much set by default. Um, so that that element of can you min max your your list and win the game in the list building stage really isn't a part of those um, old school games, particularly not the the sort of fifteen mil. Uh, stuff where it doesn't have that granularity. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I mean, for that event, I still allowed theatre selectors,
3: and we had some great variation in lists turn up. Um, one of the players, Michael, if you're listening, I forgive me for butchering your last name. I have no idea how to pronounce it. Michael Kalers, I think it is. He brought... Um, Contextually, I was offering a 50, 50% discount on armoured transports. So he ran the re- Panzer Reconnaissance list from Fortress Budapest, which is
4: nice. absolutely
3: yeah. fantastic to see on the table. And he did a fantastic job of the painting as well. They were absolutely beautiful. Um, but again, we got that variation without getting lists that were... Des- that were I wouldn't say that... Not specifically... Like face wrecking list, but you know when you play against someone and they've got a list that you know they've played a thousand one times, mm. and it's like it almost feels like it's their tournament list that they pulled out of their back pocket because they have it saved there.
4: <coughs> Ltg. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, you
0: know. I, I noticed. I noticed that you know you're talking about this event you ran. It's all very good of a, but you did knock back my the list that I submitted for that event, which was six stumbles, six squads of uh, like flame pioneers. And uh, like a Nebelwerfer, like you knocked that back, didn't want any of Well, I had to on
3: principle, I wasn't allowing double platoons.
0: Ah, it's a fluffy
2: list, it's fine, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm come like on, look, a stummel, stummel shouldn't really be in the transport slot, that's... It's not, well, it's in the No, slot. it's not, okay, saying, it shouldn't sorry. have transport capacity. <laughs> <for passes.
1: laughs> what, what you're saying is you would have allowed my three-dice Soviet list?
3: Oh, oh absolutely, oh, that was an, that yeah, was an really. platoon, yeah, that would have been fantastic to see, <laughs> two IS-3s and a Tachanka.
0: <laughs> oh, Yeah. That's why they call them wild blue cheese. It's like we got so much. You, rooms and I got so much mileage out of that list. It was like it was, they were veteran IS twos, weren't they? Yeah,
1: uh, one had uh, the um, tank commander uh, mm. as well.
3: You know you're gonna have to put that list.
1: I've got, I've got the miniatures. I've got them all
3: there. He's so got the Tachanka. I've seen it. it's great. That no, it doesn't surprise me. Oh. Uh, and well, your next challenge I is till the cows come home. Okay, your next challenge is to run as many armoured platoons as you can in a 1250 list, purely made of Tachankas. Soviet or Polish?
0: I don't which care as long which, as it's Which one's chankers. cheaper? No, I see you. No, 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 no. Hari, 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 stop. He needs rooms. This is what you need to do, all right? I want to see you run a, a, It's an armoured platoon list. Uh, I tell a lie. No, just you can do this generic reinforced. You ready for it? Jesus. Ari knows where I'm going. Yep. All right, oh. so it's 1250, two platoons. I want to see two regular second lieutenants. And then I want to see eight squads of Crad and packed to the fucking gills, just regular <laughs> Crads, all on bikes. Everyone's on bikes. And then two, and then eat like, you know, two um, motorcycle machine gun sidecars. I could do that in the office. It's an attempt and then to have, make
2: the, the most expensive list that you could possibly buy no, no, in no, no, terms no, no, of no, dollar, no, dollar he, value. No, he, he, oh, he can print it. He just prints it. I know, it out. I know he can, but that's yeah, the, so
1: the he trick. does that. He can and, print.
0: and see, I could even so, do squads on bicycles because I've got a squad of early war German bicycles. It's not as funny on bicycles. So get ready for it. You do that, run that. Harry Knife costs it. It's, it's between 38 and 54 motorcycles. You do that, you paint them all with black leather jackets, you take one opal blitz, paint it up as a war rig, and then I want you to run that army, and then call it Schnell's Angels. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Actually,
1: Andrew Baxter ran a... I remember seeing him do a full crad an army. Um, what? Yeah, yep, yep. It's a loose um, unit? And he supplied Jesus. one for a friend of his who was giving Bolt Action a try, and I'm pretty sure he set up a crad an army for her as well.
0: That's a shit yeah, to do right. to a friend. <laughs> hey, you, you want to come play action? He's <laughs> a crazy in tsunami. V2 state of the oh, game. Oh, yeah. fucking horrible. Oh, that's rough. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll get into the next section. We're going to talk about the events that are coming up and whatnot. But, look, I think the the biggest thing that we can take away from everything that's happened over the last two years is we can finally have events. Um, everything kind of got cancelled and thrown in the bin over the last two years. And it's oh, look, there, there
2: was that one Easter last year. We had this that little window where where uh the the oh, yeah. the gods smiled on us um yeah, went I did go to that and that was a very strange event because uh yeah you know, hang on I, is that was, the one
0: is that the one where there's a photo of you getting around with no shoes on? No, no, that's not me in that photo. That's, that's some... fucking you. That is No, you. that's some
2: guy from... Um...
0: What, some guy from your past who looks a lot like you? It's you, No, Are you sure? JL? Yes. Who is JL? I am Guy
1: Pugnito. Yes. <laughs> no, I <laughs> wouldn't JL, take my shoes I'm off. I'm KL.
2: Now. No, I wouldn't take my shoes off in a... I don't know, tournament? No, no, I that, that, was, that was some Queensland tournament, but it was a no, game. No, it's not. No,
0: no, it's actually – that is not a tournament. That is not a Queensland tournament because I'll tell you what. I You know how I, I zoomed in on that because to give you shit, if you have a look on the right-hand side of that photo is a big bald head. That's Brad's head, mate. That's a Brad event. It well, Brad was it- at that event.
2: Maybe it was. Okay, that's I
0: think no shoes. I like the fact he said oh, I'd never take shoes off. I take my pants oh, off. Maybe, 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 my okay,
2: maybe maybe I uh maybe I uh did wear thongs to that then. Okay. So you
0: were anyway, that so anyway, you were the, about wearing Crocs the other day.
2: No, sandals mate, that's not I just
0: I like the sandals.
2: Anyway, that that tournament was was very strange because uh in the first game I was playing um I was playing Django. And uh, yes. yeah, it was it was a hot day and and whatever. And I was just like, I started kind of sniffing. And I felt like I had a runny nose or whatever. And I just got this colossal fucking nosebleed <laughs> at the goodness. table. You I were was playing like, so hard. You were playing yeah, so hard. You yeah, yeah, ate yeah. grease
0: away that you gave yourself a nosebleed. What is it? I, it was so like sneaky. a cerebral, are you, are you,
2: cerebral hemorrhage going yeah, on you, at
0: the table. Are you sure you're not an extra from scanners or something? Like
2: what? it was it was a bit <laughs> like that. And I, I had to I had to tell him. I was like dude i don't know if i'm going to be able to finish this game because like i i can't just like bleed over everyone's terrain
0: <laughs> yeah quick quick somebody give me some brushes i can get some i can get some paint on here
2: quick oh, look, I, it handlers. was it Deer was it handlers. was <clears throat> it was a very scary experience actually because uh i'd just been dealing with my, my my dad being in hospital at the time and i was like holy shit am i like having a fucking a hemorrhage or a stroke or something at the gaming table Fuck yeah <laughs> Ah no, it was that was very unpleasant 'cause it was it was uh despite being as late as Easter, so it would have been late March or April or something, it was hot yeah. oh, as fuck that uh that weekend. Um, it look anyway, that aside, it was a it was a good tournament. Uh it was yeah. nice just to to get back out there again. Um and I have actually played a number of games uh at the at the club as well. Uh just teaching some new people. Yeah. How to play. Uh, so we're gonna, probably...
0: we're gonna get this we're gonna get into this in a minute as we're gonna discuss um upcoming events. And I think Sneak, mm. you're gonna talk about something you're maybe thinking of running at um, League.
2: Oh uh, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how we go. But
0: yeah. yeah. But look, I think um what we'll do is we'll hit a break. Uh we'll go and uh, recharge. I need to go and get a drink. Mm-hmm. Um Hari probably needs to go put some pants on because I'm sick of looking at your bass every time you turn around on the camera. And uh yeah, we'll come you back. Love it. You're right. I've got, I got, I got no answer for that. Uh, yeah. We'll be back after these messages.
2: Knights of Dice is a Melbourne-based company specialising in laser-cut MDF scenery, custom foam inserts for transport cases, custom gaming tokens, and much, much more. For Bolt Action players, the Letters Home range offers amazing quality and be combined with their more basic shells from the Tabula Rasa range to build a spectacular table for a very reasonable outlay. Available from retailers around Australia or direct from their website at www.knightsofdice.com Or make a time to visit their amazing studio in Melbourne and have a chat with Viv and the lads.
3: welcome back we had a plan the plan was not to go down any rabbit holes In executing that plan we fucking failed so here to kick things back off again with what's coming up uh tristan what's on the agenda
0: The agenda is as as follows okay the first thing i'm putting on the agenda is that henceforth uh, when referring to akhtar down in tasmania he will now forever be known as russell the love muscle um, forever. Anybody referring to actor in my presence is to refer to him as Russell the Love Muscle because I'm pretty sure he doesn't like that. Uh, so we're just going to run with it. Russ the Love Muscle. Love you, brother. Okay, so... I can't so, call
3: him two heads anymore.
0: Uh, yeah, as long as you throw Love Muscle in there somewhere, I really don't well, care. Well, I was going to call him doing. Russell Two Heads Berwick. Uh, Russell Two Heads Love Muscle. No, Fair enough. It's a do compromise. It. Do it, do it, do it. So, um, yeah, Bolt Action because we are a bolt action podcast, although I'm thinking about renaming us to the rabbit hole podcast, but essentially we have, heard, we, we have events. I mean, who the fuck ever thought that was going to happen again, but we have events. So, so far 2022 has gone off with a fucking bang uh, because there is a loose unit living North of Melbourne called Andrew Baxter who decided to go and run himself a can con. And I'll tell you what, he got 60 players. Uh, the amusing thing is, uh, I still, at this time, don't know who won the fucking thing. I don't know what the <laughs> list was. <laughs> I don't know what that person took. I don't know what the overall meta was. I have nothing, and it's irritating. I should ring Andrew, but you know Andrew's a busy man; he's got shit on. But um, Harry, do you have any idea who won?
3: Not a fucking clue.
0: Um, cheese does not even know who fucking won that event. Yeah,
3: maybe this sure. can be. Maybe this can be like a bacon burgers side uh, project just a little segment every recording. Yeah. Kristen investigates.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, I'll tell you what, it'll be an ongoing segment and I will literally spend all my time trying to figure out who the fuck won CanCon. If, you if you're want, if you listening and you won CanCon, first off, congratulations. Uh, second off, I'll see you next year because I'm coming back for my crown. Uh, and third, um, can you please get in contact with the Bacon Burgers? We would love to have a look at your list. And that's not – I'm being genuine there. I'd love to know what list won CanCon because that sort of stuff interests me. But – Going forward, um, we are running events again. So Andrew Baxter came back and uh, is running two events at House of War. Now, if I'm a little bit honest, Andy, if you're listening, uh, your the event kind of schedule has kind of confused me because the way that he was talking about it, he was going to run two separate events. There is now two events running on a Saturday and a Sunday, back to black, uh, back to black, back to back, but they're separate <laughs> events. I'm going to the Sunday. That's all I'm doing. I'm just going to rock up to the Sunday. But here's the thing. 750 points, love it already because painting up 750 points worth of, you know, paras is actually quite easy. Um... Four games, Rubes. Did you hear that? Four games. Sneaky. Nice. Four games. Yeah, you're nice on that one. I'm. I'm sort of like a bit. Really, four games. That's. Uh, my nose is going to. My brain's going to fall out. My nose and everything. Nah, four know. games
3: on 750. That's dead
0: easy. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Shorter, shorter time period. Shorter. I don't think it's a shorter time period. I think he's still allowing like two and a half hours a game.
3: Oh. Well, so, I mean, that's actually the size of the list is going to work to the player's advantage because you're not going to be using that full time allocation if that's the
0: case. No, hopefully not. So the idea is is that um, – so game one, you will be the uh, more experienced players, you mm-hmm. paired up with a new player, and you'll be teaching the new player how to play. So I, I like that.
2: I like I that, I yeah. I don't, I don't mind it. I
0: don't mind it. Yeah. I mean – if if I was Dan from the Juggernauts, I'd be saying, "Oh yeah, I love that idea because you want to be playing the new player because you can then smash his face in and go." No, fuck all that. It's going to be great fun. I'm looking forward to that. Um, based on the fact that you know, like it's it's being touted as a, as, a, as a new as a new person's event, which I love. Brilliant. Bring it on. Round two is a bit more gloves come off. It's time to get onto it. Round three, I think, is like, all right, you know what you're doing now bring it and then round four is something like we're all going to get paired off with a with another newbie again to kind of see the day out i don't i look i'm not i don't pretend to understand andrew's logic but at the end of the day hits his event and i don't have to run it so i'll rock up i'll throw dice and have a great fucking time
2: i like that i like that logic um i mean what what i've seen in um because i've been playing a number of events in other game systems uh so for field of glory for example, um, they split that field into, depending on the size of the um, uh, the player base, into two or three. So you've got your your veteran players all playing each other. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's taken them out of it. Um, <clears throat> and then you've got your new players, but that means that the uh, TO can spend a lot more time with the the players that aren't as familiar with the with the rules. Mm. Um and help them learn and help them have a, a more fun time. Uh and it stops a, a more experienced player getting impatient with uh slow play, looking up rules. Um That's the idea yeah, all that it. Kind I of mean, stuff, yeah. The, the, like a little while ago the juggers actually came out and
0: they I think that Dan hit the nail on the head. Uh, I I don't know if I agree with the entirety of what he said, but Dan's theory was if you're gonna rock up to an event, you should at least have a very basic understanding of the rules. As in, I'm not talking like, you know, like you should know every rule off the back here, but I mean like 6 for a uh, 6 for an advance order 12 for a run Your, you know basic ranges stuff like that you know maybe well look then, I think
2: that then we get into the difference between what is a tournament what's an event and what what, is are an event. Is, like, we don't, what are they for what are they for you know
0: yeah and this is it and this is why I'm not fast at the end of the day like I am just happy that we're rolling dice again so um yeah Andy's put it out there 750 points he's like um, the thing I don't understand about him running two one day events back to back is it, like doesn't do you not think that might dilute his the the the, the
2: attendance pool? So Look, I think go... the, the, the difficulty with with, a, a, with that stuff is, um, you know, if you're trying to to sort the seating uh, or the 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 pool by game rank, one one day events don't have enough games to actually do that because 100%. yeah, Bolt Action is a swingy game anyway. Uh, we always mm-hmm. say, and then Bolt Action happens. Right, so sometimes just yeah, you you get the wrong draw on the wrong table, um, and this this is why we don't do the things that um, uh, current edition forty k does with standardized table layouts. Yeah, which is, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. stupid idea. But it's it's in it's in there to stop that happening. Where you know you just yeah, rock yeah, you up don't... and.
0: Yeah, you can't have somebody go. You only won because the table was in your favour.
2: That's right. Yeah. Whereas the the very terrain dense and uh, compl- relatively complex tables that we tend to play on, look, they, you can just get um, a good example of that is that uh, game I played against Lockie at um, Badgercon that okay. time we went yeah. up there, uh, where we we drew a jungle table and he had an Australian jungle army mm. and I had. Me- jungle mechanized jungle. Germans, and I just couldn't couldn't even move around the table because mm. uh, it was just it was it, Tristan. It was it was your jungle table. I know, and I do apologise to you for no, that's all right. It, little, it, it, the, the jungle was, table, yeah. it
1: happens. I, I went bayonet crazy on Hari.
3: Mm. Yep, that's yeah, that's the one. I'm still picking those fucking bayonets out. I think oh, that's yeah. why I never painted that Japanese army. I just looked at them and saw the horde of bayonets and went, oh god, it's happening
2: again.
1: No, they're sitting on my shelf getting ready to uh, be painted to be added to mine.
2: if, if, If you think about it, you've got three elements in play there. You've got mission, you've got opponent's army and terrain. And the combination of that... Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You yeah. um, maybe the 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 mark of how good a general you are is whether you can claw back a a draw or a minor defeat from something that would really be you should have lost with that mm. because you've yeah. you've just got two two tiers of shit going against you. Oh. Um, what I'm trying to get here get at here though is with an event, are you trying to? have a, a, a demonstration of skill or a teaching event for new players and they can they can both be true it's not one of those things where it's one or two, the two, two things can't be true at the same time um, mm. but that requires some thought about how you do the draw and if you do have a larger player base Maybe one of the things to do is to split it in half and go. Okay, we're just going to do the draw uh, by senior and junior officers. You know, if you've played multiple events before, you know what you're doing. Cool. You don't need need the TO there doing uh, rulings every five seconds. Mm. Um, and what that does, I think, is is allow people who are. Yeah, casual players or they're just taking it up or this is their first event to go, yeah, I don't need to know chapter and verse about the rule book to go and have a good time and actually learn something from from what's going on here.
0: Does
2: that make sense? Mm -hmm. No, it does.
0: No, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. The thing is, I um, mean, if you look at it's the, the only thing that irritates me a little bit, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing or anything, I guess it's just, it's indicative of trying to grow a community in, you know, it's grow, grow a community in a niche community. It's like a niche within a niche. You look at wargaming, that's a niche. And then we are, you know, historicals, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a niche mm-hmm. within wargaming. And then bolt action is another niche within that. It's trying to grow that community. We forever see every event that we run down here, and I'm, I'm not complaining about it. But every event is a is a is a is a new players event. We're, yeah. we're always running, yeah. you know. Yeah. At no point, at no point down here in Melbourne, have I ever attended an event where I really think oh, I can take the fucking gloves off here. And I wouldn't like it's not what I'm there for. Like I'm just there to you know roll dice and have fun. And if it's a new players event, brilliant. Yeah, there's
3: not really it. that that opportunity to sort of flex the muscles, so to speak. Well,
0: Cancon, Cancon is my one opportunity to do that. Yeah. And like, if I go to Cancon, I am fucking going to play. And if anyone's got problems with that, pff, eat a dick. Like, it's that's that's what's going to happen.
2: Well, but, but that's, that's event- why, why I'm saying may, maybe the way to approach that is to yeah, it's it's all the same event, but you almost just run it as two draws. You know, so if you're in the uh, senior officer draw, yeah, you only play other people that are serious business, quote unquote. And uh, my, that doesn't require a lot of oversight from the TO. That'll, yeah, that'll my, just look my, after itself.
0: My only, my my only, my, and I I like where you're at, and I think that approach works if you're living, if you're living in Leicester, and you can you know you can run an event that's going to get you know the sort of like you know twelve people who just want to come and have you know a, you know a bit of a you know narrative play or they just want to, you know, just mm. easy and fun. And then you get like another, you know, 12, 14 players who just want to come and just smash face. That works if you have a community that can support those kind of numbers. We don't. I- inevitably, the-, the numbers of people who actually roll up to bolt action events, the the, the community is down here. There's 5
2: million people in Melbourne and there's, what, 100,000 people in Leicester? <laughs> like we,
0: yeah, I know, but people we can like, do that-
2: it. It can, it can it just needs a bit of doing to to make it happen.
0: Yeah, but unfortunately, we have a like the community down here feels a little bit fractured for whatever reason, and you know we we, we, we kind of struggle to get the numbers. If we could get the numbers, then what you're suggesting is is, is fucking brilliant and is exactly what should happen. So I think but you'll find it,
1: distance has a bit to do with that too. For Australia being so big and spread, mm, I mean, Yeah, I can like, attest oh, to the distance thing. Travel to events. Whereas you go to places like the UK and even parts of the US, uh, traveling—you're not necessarily traveling that far to get to events. Whereas here, um, yeah, it's a long, long way. Yeah, I, yeah. I get, I get Bendigo it. Bendigo is an hour and a half hour to two hours, depending where you, you travel traveling from. If not yeah. more. Um. So yeah. where where we used to live down in the white right in the southeast, up to where I'm living now, was a three-hour trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just out of Bendigo. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just it. it has Let's a bit be- to do with it. Two for the yeah, the we,
0: look, we th- th- there is there is the economy of distance that we have to take into consideration, but I mean, I mean, the funny thing is if you speak to somebody in England, if it's over half an hour away, like they bitch and they moan as, oh my god, it's so far, it's so far as, like a half hour, Jesus Christ, I mean, Brubes, you barely leave like your little district. with Well, a half do, hour, do you know
2: I mean. that joke about um, yeah, in uh, in 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 Europe, a um, hundred miles is a long way, and in Australia, a hundred years is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an old yeah. chestnut yeah. Uh, that people to. throw around. Mm. Sorry, I'm just enjoying some Turkish
0: delight. Um, oh, yeah, what would you, you like do?
2: some Turkish delight?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Mr.
2: Tumnus over here. I knew
0: you were going to make a line that we <laughs> the Witch of the Hold on. All right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we've got we're Andy's event. Up. We've got a few. we got things up, up, don't we? Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I've already written a list for Andy's event. I've sent it to Andy. The other thing is that he would like you to bring an Axis and an Allies list. I don't have an Axis list, so I'm only rocking up with the Allies. Um, I've sent my list in. It seems to have been approved. All good. Um, it's a very, very basic 750 power list of just
2: – I'll lend you stuff. an Axis army, man. That's no worries. Oh, if it's required, then yeah. But, I mean, it's right, – shit. I've got like fucking six of them or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not hard. See, this is sneaky. This is, <laughs> sneaky. See, this is it's very, very clever. This is Sneaky's way of saying, "I'll lend you an army. You swing by and pick me up in the morning." The oh yeah, is yes. yeah, absolutely. The that's, answer is yeah. There you go. The yeah, answer is course. yes, Sneaky. That. I will one hundred percent come and pick you up because Sweet. you know I get to sit in the car with you and like listen to old Metallica records for an hour. It'd be great. Yeah. But, but yeah, I've written my list. It's all in. It's basically just a reg second LT, four six man squads of vet paras. It's like P Art Flamer. Uh, sniper, medium mortar, light artillery, transport jeep, and a recce jeep. Uh for seven fifty, it's like I don't know, like thirteen dice or some shit like that. So, it's very very simple. Um, but this is like you know, my hobby is leading into this. Is the event that's happening two weeks after Andrew's event is the one that I am really really interested in, and that's the event that Lee Avery is running point on, and that's the two day event that we're having at Conquest.
4: Mhm. Mhm.
0: Now that. That I'm keen on. That's as far as I can tell. It's Melbourne's first ever two-day bolt action event, and I love it when Lee everyone's. Sorry,
3: very nice.
0: Yeah, I love it when Lee runs events because his shit is tight. So Mm,
3: no, stop the half was a good time.
0: It was, and he Lee runs great events. Lee is a top-notch human being, fantastic. T.O. I'm genuinely looking forward to seeing what he cooks up. (laughs) Uh, But that looks like it's going to be. I think it's five or six games over two days. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the points value, the points value is an interesting one, lads. It is a thousand and five points. I like that. I already, I already had a 1000 point um, British airborne list written. So I literally went to that list, added a submachine gun to one of my squads and submitted it. And as far as I can tell, it's in. So, Thousand points, an extra two fifty. Basically, I just popped in a locust, and then just made my squads like I've bumped them all up to like eight men each. So Ooh, that's tasty. Yeah, and I am. Nah, I like that.
3: The number yeah, of times um, I've written lists and been over by two points, it just mm-hmm. drives me insane.
0: Yeah, so I don't. I don't. I, I do. I do appreciate the fact that Lee goes for strange values you we don't see those nice round numbers you know you said like 750 000, 1250 are the three point values that we hit the most frequently generally i like to have a round of, i like 1250 i think i gear more towards a thousand because your games are over a little bit quicker but i like 1250 because i get to take more toys but this is great 1005 brilliant um sneaky you're coming.
2: Yeah, I'm coming. Um, I I I must confess, I, I haven't even thought about lists in the in. I mean, I just have a folder on my computer full of lists, just ready to go with shit that I've got in the cupboard. So uh, <laughs> not the not the cupboard, the 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 cabinet, I should yeah. say, uh, the cabinet yeah. of curiosities. So um, yeah, I, I I've been much less into um list finagling in the last little while than than I used to. Oh, um and part of that play. part of that because it comes down to the fact that um I've been playing teaching games with people at the club mm. and I've been deliberately playing with the club army that I built for them, which is designed to be a very mild all comers list that that it, it doesn't have a lot of um sneaky shit or a lot of really pointy edges in there. Say, it's just a lot exactly of rifles I was and
0: say pointy edges. Yep. Yeah. Uh
2: and and I I deliberately designed that that list that way for two reasons. One of which is to to use it against people in a uh, teaching environment and also because it has to do, do double duty as a uh chain of command army. Mm. Where where they just have a rifle platoon. Organization, You don't get that grad- granular uh, stuff about chucking submachine guns in here and there and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, I, I, I can whack out a list so quickly it's not funny. I'm, I'm not worried about that. Um, it's really just a case of do I want to do something different that I haven't uh, really played before yeah. that much, and will I get it finished in time? I think you'd be fine, man. It's like you were talking about Winter
0: Americans. I love your Winter Americans.
2: Yeah, look, really, it, it just takes maybe 10 more rifle guys, and that's that's a good army It's that does everything.
0: Well, I'll I tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll cut you a deal. If you get your list sorted out and decide what you want to do, I'll actually make the effort because I'll, I'll make the effort to come up and we'll actually get some practice games in before this one mm-hmm. so you can actually mm-hmm. you get your eye back in. I mean, well, you will roll a dice more frequently than I have, but...
2: Yeah, what, what we need to do is just get a... Um, a uh, big sheet of MDF uh, to put the mats on, and yeah. uh, that will be the best way to go because uh, I've got the trestle table and uh, the uh, the mats now. So I've got three uh, mouse pad mats oh, ready lovely. to go.
0: Um, be a much better, it's a much better idea than the last time that I came over and played at your place when you tried to convince me your dining room table was a 6x4. <laughs> yeah, that, was, uh, yeah, that I wasn't so that. good. Yeah, that, came yeah, that wasn't so good.
2: Um yeah, and look, I I, I do like that um, very involved table I have with the river running down it w- in oh, the yeah. three sections and stuff, but um, it's not very modular, and uh, yeah, you skin your knuckles on all of that um, uh, texture on it and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm, I may just end up donating that to to someone.
0: Fair enough. I think um, yeah, I mean. I- I'm really keen to see some of the terrain you've been working on through Iron Harvest. Mm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, <coughs> yeah I've got the Rona. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think that'd be good. We'll probably, you know, try and get some practice games in because, I mean, for God's sake, I, I, I have to get my eye back in. I have no eye. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. it's been two years since I rolled dice. So, yeah, I'd be keen to do that. And, um, yeah, and then we'll get that one going. But, uh, Rubes, you coming down?
1: Uh, depends on work and... Bubs, so um, uh, maybe maybe we'll have to see. Um, no. yeah, not sure at this stage. Um, and I have to, I've got to sort out list. I still got to unpack stuff yet, anyway. But uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, to be advised. Um, I'm just looking at our list of other v- events. Um, if you're uh south of uh the water, um, uh, down in the Apple Isle, um. Camplinger is running in March. Uh, Stop you just
0: for a second because we actually did forget to... Hari, we've got it on good authority that Hari is officially coming to the Conquest event. He's actually going to find Steggles' chicken truck and he's going to, like, strap himself to the bottom of it Cape (laughs) Fear style and, yeah, cross, you know, sort of two states and attend and I'll pick him up from the air. No, no,
3: see, that's just one of three of my uh decoy plans. I haven't actually oh. revealed the method of how I'm getting there, so that'll be a surprise for you. Paris. Um well on an unrelated note, if the uh, Australian Armor and Artillery Museum finds their panther missing, I had nothing to do with it you heard it here first. <laughs> That's fine. Alright, sorry. Uh Rubes, you were saying? Yeah, so
1: uh Russell the Love Muscle is running uh Camplinger in March, I believe. Yep. Um just looking at my list. Um, anyone who has seen uh, Sudliks or Camplingham before knows that uh, the terrain down there is just... It's
0: fucking
3: ridiculous. The terrain <laughs> is mind-blowing. The airport is underwhelming.
0: Full of sheep. <laughs> I, I didn't Lots mind the airport. It was all right. It was, I mean, don't get me wrong. it was a regional airport. But, I mean, did we land safely? It wasn't a
3: airport? regional. Lismore is a regional airport. That was a garden shed it, in a field. It, it the
1: sheep when we landed, so it was, that was that was <laughs> yeah.
3: good. Yeah, we didn't chop, um, the and the turboprop uh, stayed in the engine, so that exactly was another thing. Right. Even though Tristan did his level best to get us thrown out of the airport before we'd even got off the tarmac.
0: True, true. <laughs> um, so that's so then camp liner. Yep. What? Hang on, can I can I jump in with one? Yeah, go for it. we have got third con uh, running up in Canberra. Yes, that's I've the heard no- about that. 19th and 20th of March, um, as the sequel to Chill uh, It looks like it's escalation. Um, so all, participant, all participants must be or become members of the Raiders Club. The cost of membership is $2 for an annual membership to be paid at entry. That's brilliant. Um, yeah, so that's uh, –
2: oh, uh, go. it's going to be Swiss. I've, I've actually
1: contemplated um, third con, but I probably won't be doing bolt action if I go –
2: what would you be doing instead?
1: There's a uh, Cold War... There's a, Yu- there's a, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, it's Team Yankee, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. It, well, it's a Cold War um, event that's running there, um, and it's with a upcoming uh, Lardies rule set. Um, mm-hmm. I had the privilege of playing a few um, test games with with the uh, guys who are writing it. Um, so if I go, I'll, I'll go to that. I've got leave, I think... Yeah, uh, some holidays in March, but I'm not definite yet. We'll have to see how um, my little one's doing and uh, where we're at cool. with that.
0: By, yeah. Uh, so basically, for third con, we've got uh yeah first round 500, second round 750, and then a thousand, then 1250, and then 1250. Uh, but it's you have to maintain uh, a core within your army. Um, so like you know the 500 point army that you take. Uh, you have to maintain the integrity of that 500 and then, you know, add 250 to it and then third game, the initial 500 core, then five. It's a little bit, in my opinion, it's a, t- it's a little bit convoluted, but I mean, you know, it's it's all right. It's fine. I think it'll be a good fight. Uh, I, I actually
2: like that idea yeah. because one, one yeah. of the things that I, I, I find a little bit weird about how bolt action plays out is that you will throw men at – a lost cause because yes, you might win this game, but there would be no hope in hell that you would win the, the next engagement after that because you've killed your uh, entire um, platoon mm. in in pursuit of this stuff. So, I mean, what, one of the things that I, I've often considered a, that might be a good addition to the rules is is a break test. When you hit a particular number of uh, casualties, that's that you things. just yeah. just go, oh fuck, this is this is silly to pursue this. Um, yeah, yeah. You oh, just that's, all that's similar run. to
1: uh, Chain of Command has its uh, has its platoon morale uh, yeah. Yeah. reach zero your platoon breaks.
0: Yeah, so yeah. That's yeah I'm, run. So sorry, God, I'm, I, we're just going to get through these because there's actually quite a few events to get through. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we've got to just keep smashing through them. I'm not trying to cut anybody off. I truly don't, but yeah. Um, So third con's been run by by Craig Jones. Um, Just while I'm on it, Craig is also running in August um, a, I think it's the 80th anniversary of Kokoda this year. Um, So in August um, through, uh, they're actually running, it's over a weekend. They're actually running the first day of the event in Sydney, and then the second day of the event in Canberra, and they're going to run different. A different. It's going to be different players attending, I imagine. um, Otherwise, you're driving. But the the outcomes of the games that you play on day one will affect the. way that the games are played in game two, but it is going to be Australians and Japanese jungle tables. Um, I had a chat with Craig today. I am actually going to have more of a chat with him later when I'm not at work and I'll get more details, but it's all about the events at, um, um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And he showed me some of the maps. Um, he's gone over with me some of the details and holy shit. It sounds like an absolute, Hoot and a half. Um, I don't have an army for any of those events, so I won't be attending. But I would strongly suggest that anybody who is in contact with Craig, um, if you've got an Australian army or a Japanese army, get out there because this is going to be a really good event. And 80 years since Kokoda, that's that's pretty momentous. Mm.
1: Yeah, that would be an awesome event by the sounds of it. Wouldn't it just?
0: <laughs> um, Rubes, what do you got?
1: Okay, so oop, I've just hit the wrong thing and lost my page. Um, so we've got that. Uh, I believe uh, WinterCon will be running this year, most likely. Um, what else do we have in the list possible possibles? Moab. Um, I don't know if anyone's had any updates on those two events if they're running or not running this year.
3: I haven't heard anything.
0: I haven't uh, heard anything about WinterCon either. But um, I am reaching out at the moment. I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. There's awesome. somebody I've got to go and have a chat to.
1: Um. I've been told that BadgerCon is not likely to run this year however I'm probably going to look at running a an event June July-ish yeah, uh, lovely. Bendigo. Um, I do have a very big karate grading on in around that time so I will have to look at not clashing with that because um, I've been putting that off for a long time um, and then later in the year we'll be looking at Sudlick again down in Tassie um, being run by who? Uh, who's running that? Good old Russell the Love Muscle. There you go. Uh, again, with <laughs> at a some of that sweet, sweet world quality terrain that we've all seen in uh, books I, such as the, uh, Fortress the
0: Budapest. Thing is, the thing is, anybody who's listened to this cast enough would know that we do bang on about the stuff down in Tassie. Uh, I would say to you this, until you've seen it, you just don't know.
1: Oh, it, uh, go, it's go, go and have wrong. a look at the it's Fortress...
0: Go and have a look at the Fortress Budapest book, and that is the that's the same terrain. That's the quality of terrain that we get on our tables when we go down to Sudlich and Kampfliner. Like we, like that's that's Osprey level terrain. I mean, yeah, it is mm. made that much more beautiful because you've got Brian's miniatures and that, you know, they're absolutely stunning. But, you know, you, like and it's and it's not just like one or two tables, like every fucking table looks like this, and it's just like that's yeah it's crazy
3: the terrain um, the level of terrain in tasmania is off the
0: charts i'm gonna go I, into, I really do it justice indeed no you are 100 percent correct sir so uh, another um event that i'm going to plug um is on Saturday, the 12th of March, and that is not three steps back. That is in uh, the Kirby Muxlow Free Church in Leicester, United Kingdom. It is being run by the silver acorn himself, Topher Buckle. Um, and again, I am getting, giving you a 100% Bacon Burgers guarantee that if you show up to this event, to the doubles event, Topher will show you his acorn. Um, I've seen it. It's shiny. Uh, don't look at it direct. Otherwise, it'll reflect back at you and your turn to stone. Now, um, this is, uh, like, it's a mixed doubles event. Is it doubles? Yes, it is. Shit, I don't know. I should probably look this up. Anyway, so, oh, okay. Now, this is this is actually really interesting because they've actually got a current attendees. Uh, and number one in there is Matt Sheffield. Now, if Sheffield actually shows up to this event, I'll be fucking shocked. But... um They've got a vision here. The vision is to see people being befriended and welcomed, having the opportunity to experience. Whoa, no, hang on, right? That's, that's
2: for the church. I thought that was for the
4: event. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, the vision is for people to be crushed and humiliated. <laughs>
0: is that a
4: right?
2: Oh my God! No, here's the event pack. I'm so sorry. That's
0: brilliant. <laughs> No, uh, I, should, I should have opened the event pack. Oh my God. I, I, mean, I mean, having said that, let's be honest, boys. I mean, maybe that's what Toast event is all about welcoming people with love, you know, and then stomping their faces out. Oh, we
2: you love. He brings us love. Break his legs. Break his legs. right <laughs> <Just lay> away. There's
0: <laughs> so a bolt action singles tournament to be held. Uh, elephant. No, oh, fuck that. Tickets, schedule. How many key details? No, that's not it. Is there lunch provided? Lunch is not provided. That's cheap. Okay, so games will be 1,000 points. Juggernaut format, six by fours, two hours and 15 minutes, um, three games, three opponents, three missions from the Juggernaut format. Yeah, sounds like a heap of fun. Um, Were we in a position to be able to attend those events? We would 100% go to that one because that will actually be a lot of fun. Um, And, yeah, uh, go and roll dice with Sheffy and go and look at Topes Acorn and Pete's haircut, if you can call it a haircut. But I think it'll be great. Rubes, you got anything?
1: I'm just going through messages. Uh, Camplinger is confirmed for March 19th. There we go. There's a A date on it. Um, I'm just trawling through, seeing if we've got anything else.
3: I'll jump in. I've got a couple here. Yeah, you yeah so hands, don't you? March thirteenth, a... we've got Operation Kriegerberg at the Lavala Center. That's been run by Andrew Krarup. That is an eleven seventy-five point event.
4: Eleven seventy-five.
3: Uh, yeah. I Playing like with something that. a little bit different. Oh, so, like that. yeah,
0: brilliant.
3: Yeah, Andrew is giving players the option for an additional vehicle slot with this one. Oh,
0: no.
3: So it has to be open topped. It's got a maximum of armor seven plus. No multi launchers, no recce vehicles. And he's provided a list of vehicles that players can choose from for respective nations. Looks good. Um, I will be going to it, but work okay. is getting in the way of things, so that's out. Oh, that, and sounds then, like, that sounds a
1: Monty for early
3: war lists. Yeah. No, it's... Um, I saw tasty. that and went... Oof. That is tasty. Yeah. Uh, two pound of poor tea, anyone? Um, and then April 23rd and 24th is BrizCon. Uh, the weekend is actually from the 22nd to the 25th. It's a four-day thing, but the Bolt Action event is two days. Details are yet to be confirmed, but from my brief conversation with Andrew during a roadside handover, it's 12.50 points, and there is no dice cap on the platoons.
0: That's fine. I don't think you should be having dice caps.
3: I'm not a fan. No, it, it, dice caps it are a problem but in saying that i would encourage tos if they know a new or inexperienced player is bringing a high dice count list there you go. encourage that player to get as many practice games in as possible yep. learn to play that list within the time limits
0: yeah 100% or resubmit cuz at the end of the day yeah. like it's if you we've all played those games where somebody you know takes a list they don't quite know how it works yeah, you're just going to kind of piss people off. Just, you know, if it, it just comes down to your TOs. Your TOs, if you're out there, don't do a yeah. dice cap. Just monitor your lists and have conversations with your players. That's it. Like,
3: if any one of you put in a list that was 24 dice for a 1250 pen, I'd look at it and go, no problem. You guys know what you're doing. If I was a little bit concerned, I'd be happy to message you and say, hey, are you absolutely sure about this? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're veteran players, you know your game. But if yeah. you're, you know, in the community for less than a month,
0: I've oh, yeah, got some yeah, serious questions to ask there. Yeah, exactly right. And that's it. That's unfortunately that's that's what it comes down to because if you spend, you know, your two hours and fifteen minutes of allotted time and you have to go and spend, you know, an hour or forty of it going, Oh, um uh, ooh, uh well, um ooh, you're just gonna piss mm. people off. So just make yeah. sure you know how your army works but you know, T.O.'s, don't put dice caps on. Dice caps. On. I
3: mean, having said that, I'm putting together a 20-order monster list for a certain something that is yet to be announced. So, yeah, or, we'll see how we,
0: Oh, you're finally doing Schnell's uh, Angels, are you? No, God, no, I'm
3: not doing Schnell's Angels. I'll leave that for Wild Blue Cheese. Wild Blue Cheese loves Schnell's Angels. I am Chanel tempted,
1: Angels. considering I, I did end up doing my um, <laughs> Battle of the Bulge uh, list. <laughs> What's that?
3: You know you want to. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I do. I very much do. Uh, does. I did end up uh, doing, and I've just got to do some more infantry at my... Um, I'll uh, tell you my, what, Rude. ...movie list we talked about where I've got the uh, M48 oh, as yeah. the King Tiger.
3: Ah, true. But I'll tell you what, if you do Chanel's Angels, have it on good authority, Tristan will concede best painted if you model each and every man with a handlebar moustache. That's true.
1: I do have a three D printer, this can be done.
2: are <laughs> you gonna print a mustache? Like <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know. He's like, like come a on a little mustache. Like no.
1: I, I just printed a French horse and cart for World War Two. I want I wanted, I wanted the, you to say I just, just have a handlebar mustache? <laughs> Civil, a Civil War moustache. Um, and the, uh, not the driver, but the guy sitting next to him smoking a cigarette has a moustache you can see as clear as day. So it can be done.
2: Yeah, yeah. You can you can, you can, can paint it on there. I thought you were saying you were going to print a separate moustache and glue it onto everybody's face. <laughs> I do have plenty of little
1: tiny bits of resin supports that I probably could Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> That's
0: bloody brilliant. Right, Hari, what else you got?
3: Uh, that's it for Queensland and New South Wales at this time. Um, we're, again, everything's just sort of been played by year up here. We really so, need to,
1: um, touch base with the WA crew as well. Cause I know they we have a few events running.
0: Well, I'm telling you now we're going to actually, we are going to go a little bit. We're going to start talking to those guys a lot more because this is a very East coast centric podcast. And they've got quite a vibrant community over there. And I'll tell you that's what, awesome. I want to know all about it. I want to know about it. I want to yeah, know yeah. what they're doing, what their meta's like, what they're taking, you know.
3: Yeah, I think it you've actually got team. some, um, I'm going to be honest, Tristan, I think you've got some competition with Best Painted over on the West Coast. I hope I do. Uh, Brad Warnock, jump on Facebook and look up his stuff in the group. It is absolutely oh, amazing. The,
0: the Was it the Kubas that he did? No, uh, that's, that's um, uh, Motus. uh, uh yeah, 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 yep. That thing. With yeah. First time he sat things with the map. Well,
2: yes. they even have their own uh, podcast coming out from uh, from over there. Yeah, the HMG podcast. It's mm. True, yeah. They do.
3: yeah.
2: Check them out. Where to listen? We keen to hear. Oh, that? Look, that. that's always been a thing with the the West Coast in Australia. You know, in, even in the the music scene, um, they were quite sort of quite a separate beast it's because sure? it's such a. I wouldn't say insular, but just it's a long way away and it's so isolated that it uh, just kind of develops its own little little scene.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are correct there. They're so removed. It's incredible. Mm. Like you just, it's, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I used to have to fly out there for work all the time and it's a long fucking way to go. It is. It's not a bad flight. In Perth, nice. I don't mind uh, Perth. Look, it's, mean, a, it's a it's a long way. went doing it for business so you're you're up in melbourne at 4 30 in the morning um you're yeah. on the first flight out and then the time difference kicks in so you do a full day of uh meetings when you yeah when you get there anyway i digress
1: maybe we could just- get to some of the events out there as a as a group at some point like we did soon yeah.
0: Yeah, nice yeah, yeah do a bit of a campaign out there that would be nice and and see what those guys are up to, and yeah, see how our fortunes
3: fare. Mm. And just to a bit flog that of- distance horse, just a little bit more for any international listeners, just to get an idea. To drive from Madrid to Berlin, it's about 22 and a half hours. To drive from Brisbane to Perth on the West Coast, it's 46 hours. So when we say we're talking about a lot of distance to cover, we're not joking
0: uh really not it is it's it's insane like perth is so isolated like it's just incredible but you know we want to bring those guys into the fold a bit more we want to kind of find out what they're up to and what they're doing and you know i i and you know we're also i like i want to, i want to talk to everybody now i want to you know that like we always joke that when we are very insular and you know up until just recently we were kind of not so much hamstrung by our technology but you know just what we were able to do and we've kind of overcome that a bit so yeah, you know, expect to hear, you know, more, you know, international flavour. I want to speak to some people in the US and I wanna to speak to, you know, more of the POMs and you know, not the usual uh people that, you know, you sort of seem to pop up. You know, I want to I wanna talk to people who maybe haven't been on a podcast or maybe don't have a voice and, you know, people who are coming in, old hats, new hats and maybe even get some, you know, dust off a couple of the old the old relics who used to be down. I mean, I'd love to I'd love to talk to, like, so down order Sam. We were talking about him before. I'd love to get onto that cat and find out what he's been up to. I imagine it's not bolt action, but you know, I mean, down order Sam. If you're listening, we miss you, boss. You know, get in contact, Bob Emerson. I love you. Get in contact.
2: Um, yeah, we Retang are for the children. That's exactly right. <laughs> Your hands across the world, kind of. Yeah, little. No, bit it,
0: it, no, it, it truly will be. And it's um, like we've we've talked about this for years. And like um, you know, every had every six months. We say, oh, we should do this. We should do this. We do this. Like, we're gonna start doing this more. And I I want us to be. We're never. It won't be another year before you hear another recording. By the way, <laughs> uh-huh. do
3: not tempt twenty twenty
0: two. Not gonna happen. We've got, I've oh, got events coming out of the wazoo. My hobby mojo is back hard. Um, who had uh, zombie apocalypse on the bingo card? Yeah, <laughs> who had who had plague bat out of Wuhan on the
2: fucking the bingo oh, card? It was nothing to fuck with. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> Wuhan bat ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> fucking is this
2: the uh, new hit single from the
3: bacon
0: burgers coming out this autumn? Perhaps. No, it's the it's the fucking it's the hit single that came out of Wuhan in 2019 that fucking just stopped the entire world. But no. I
1: I'm, I'm putting it out there. Bacon Burger's Christmas album. Bacon <laughs> Sing the Classics.
0: No, I, well, no, that would just be that would be an hour and a half of sneaky just yelling at people because that's what
2: he needs to do. <laughs> was hey, it's it's <laughs> my therapy, man. Don't don't I know. Don't, yeah, I was don't, was the, don't do me like that.
0: Yeah, when we yeah, don't do me like that, fam. <laughs> um when was the last time you got to yell at anyone, Sneaky?
2: Like, um, That was in Kiel in Germany in oh. October 2019.
0: I reckon that was one of my – like that one that episode we recorded like after Sneaky got off the plane, bailed over to your place and we were talking – like that was one of my favorites because like listening to Sneaky, just imagining you on, that, on the, the bus of stench, just bouncing around, you know, the European countryside – as miserable as shit because you're in a, you know, the a, a, a bus of stench with like all these other people. Oh, that it's, was it's feral.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want, I don't care to revisit those memories. Thank you. <laughs> you block them out.
0: Yeah. So um, is there anything else coming up? I think we've kind of covered everything that everybody sent to us. I mean, I imagine there's more events coming up out there, but you know, I try yeah, to get onto them. If, if you're really.
1: out there and you've got an event coming up, uh, be it a, a small six person event or a big 30 to 50 person event uh give us a mm. shout and um let it be heard out there let's uh let's get it out there and get people rolling dice again it's a long time since people pulled dice out of bags and put down some plastic so uh yeah hit us up and um
0: we'll get the uh, word
1: out where we can oh,
0: absolutely i actually i, I tell i i did roll dice i, I rolled dice last friday I went to the Peninsula Praetorians and went and hung out with those guys with Mike Parker. And, um, yeah, I got that's to play. That's right. You a, were playing Lord of the Rings, weren't you? Lord of the Rings. Let me tell you this. Uh, trying to kill anything in that fucking game is impossible. Um, so I rolled in and they were like, what What faction do you want to play? And I'm like, come on, Riders of Rohan, man. Like, come on, that's my jam. So they gave me these six, like, models and none of them. Like, I'm wearing my horses said, so you don't get any horses. I'm like, I'm not the walker of Rohan. I'm a rider of Rohan. They said, no, you're actually a warrior of Rohan. I'm like... Everyone I'm... was walking in that movie. Oh, no, it's Fuck it. Yeah, even the trees were walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got you sneaky. I got you, boy. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, Yeah, I was up against it. This guy was running me through the rules. Lovely bloke. He just apologized to me too much. Like, I think he felt like he owed me a good time, as kinky as that sounds. But I was like, it's all good, man. I don't mind if I'm getting beaten. I don't give a shit. But he had the Easterlings, you know, like the mercenaries. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he had five of those guys to six of mine. Now, he all had like shields and heavy armor and this, that, and the other. I'm running around leather jerkins. Holy crap, did he cut me up. He chopped mm. me up. And I had Aragorn as my fucking warband
2: leader. So you were just, just jerking it around. and I was uh,
0: jerking it around, and he was oh. fucking shielding me off. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it was good. When I was out there, um, Mike did actually show me some stuff that he's been working on through Battlefield Accessories. Um, he's actually got this new range. This sounds like a plug, but it's not a plug. It's just something I'm excited to talk about. Is this the I've screens?
2: Given- the, the, those background screens? I mean, they're cool.
0: They're really they are. cool, aren't they? Yeah, they are cool. You can get these. It's a screen that you can put up, you know, behind your, um, you know, behind your table, uh, which give you like a bit of a background, which gives you a little bit more, you know, a bit of a dynamic look. He's got like, you know, forests and, you know, ruined cities and stuff. Mm. The one that I'm really interested in, though, is he's actually got um a range of products at the moment. Uh, basically, it is a building you put together with a bit of um, – they're recommending uh, PVA, don't use superglue, and you literally get this little pack, break it out of the sprue, pop it together, pop it on the tabletop. It's already painted. Ooh, it's not painted. It's, nice. it's like it's printed.
2: But the print is actually, how would you describe it? Is it textured rubs? Uh, it's like yeah, a lamin- laminate. laminate. Um, yeah, yeah
1: kind of. It's plastic It still has an MDF feel to it. Um, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it's basically the printing in colour essentially on MDF.
0: Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a whole range of buildings. Um, check out battlefieldaccessories.com.au. Um, they've got a, a pro model of the Light Halo now. So they came out with the original Light Halo. That thing was great, but they've got a pro model, which is actually much bigger. It sits a lot higher, um, and it's actually longer, so you actually get more stuff under it, which, you know, provides you with... Or light. He's got so much shit he's
2: working. Oh, on. I might, might look at that because I'm I'm sitting in front of the original light halo now, and it's yeah. a bit small for my desk.
0: Actually. Yeah, that's. I'm so, in the same boat. I'm in 100 the same boat. Like I've got a. going to sort of get you a know, crouch under mine and stuff. And he, I I went into. I went to his garage. I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell is that? The guy, it's the pro model. I'm like, oh god, I need that in my life. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, the pre-printed terrain stuff is actually it's reasonably priced. Um. I actually gave you a bit of it, didn't I? He's got road yeah, sections yeah, I've as
1: well. Got uh, a little bit of it, which I'll uh, I'll do a bit of a more formal uh, review of um, once I it. Was, so un- it was sort of I, it, uh, lost yeah. it,
0: lo- lost lost in transit during the move, and perhaps we know where it is.
1: Yeah, yep. I will be hopefully retrieving it tomorrow, and then I can uh, get out on the table and have a really good play around with it. And
0: uh, fucking excellent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Mike's been on that, Um and you know what? If we're going to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, I went down to see uh, Nick Robson from Eureka Miniatures, and uh, had a really good chat with those guys. And uh, I've actually seen some of the Chinese figures that they've got. Oh, and holy yes, fucking got, moly! Got me excited. Yeah, I've actually I've got some on my desk at the moment for review. Um. Rubes, there may be a battle royale because I'll tell you what, Rob and Garrett are coming over tomorrow because we're going um, snorkeling and I told Rob that I've got these minis because he rang me when I was in there and um, yeah, he's like, oh, what are you doing? I said, I'm in Eureka, I'm just picking up some paints and stuff. He's like, oh, okay, anything new? I said, yeah, I've actually got a a little pack of the Chinese and Robin's dead interest in you know China and all the rest of it and uh, yeah. Uh he's actually thinking about, you know, getting back into it, buying a Chinese army and running a Chinese army. So Yeah. I'll pick up my car ninety eight and we'll see who gets the <laughs> <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Um yeah, pistols at dawn. But yeah, look, if he does end up leaving with those tomorrow, I promise I will get you some more. So nah, um okay, okay. they are they are an absolutely stunning range. I don't know what's coming next from Eureka. Um, but anything they've done. The Chinese were actually designed in uh, conjunction with one of our Melbourne players, Jonathan Hogg. So, uh, congrats, John. They're, they're fantastic. Well done. let um, to get John on for a chat at some stage. God, we're going to get some like oh, Dave Xavier. I want to get that guy. He's um, he runs a blog called The Left Handed Panzerfaust. I want to get him on I'm talking to everybody. It's going to be a fucking interview whore. It's going to be great fun. No Social sure butterfly. That That's exactly. You right, are. The butter your fly, sneaky no. um,
2: <coughs> <coughs> margarine only I'm looking <laughs> after my health.
0: Oh, well, I'm <laughs> cholesterol. But, um, yeah, so that's I mean, look, if you're out there and you want to get in contact with us to have a bit of a chat about something you've got going on, or you know, um, you know, maybe you're working on a range, maybe you've got an event coming up, get in contact get get roasted chat. by some weirdos online. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I can show you how that happens, trust me, but, um. Yeah, look, look it's, 2021 was a fucking write-off. I'm feeling really optimistic about 2022. The last time I actually said shit like this, it was, you know, 2021. So, yeah, it started 2021 and then look what fucking happened there. But look, I think it's going to be okay. I think that, you know, hopefully by this time next year, we are relatively back to normal and then we can be just, you know, get on with it.
3: <sighs>
0: with any luck. Just then stop like,
3: buying toilet paper in bulk, that's all I ask. Not gonna happen, Ari. You,
2: you know, know, it f- took us happen. like the the stuff that uh <laughs> that got bought here as far as the hoarding stuff, we finished it off just before Christmas. The original twenty twenty uh apocalypse bunker Hoarding supplies. Well, after the bunker bog roll. Geez.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hari, Hari, your neck of the woods, all they were interested in was like, you know, toilet paper and healing crystals, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, and I was throwing the healing crystals as hard
0: as I fucking could. But here's some rose quartz at 50 yards. I love how caustic you are. You must absolutely fucking hate your customers.
3: It's not so much that I hate them. It's just that you hate to them. get through retail... <laughs> <laughs> To get through retail with any shred of sanity, you have to dehumanize either yourself or the customer. And the quickest way to do that is just to assume that they're stupid. If you assume they're all dumb as dog shit and the bar's on the ground, you will never be surprised. You will
0: will survive. That's pretty funny.
3: Well, pretty much. Like Mm. I've had them ask if they can walk through an aisle that's full of smashed up glass while they're in bare feet. I'm like, no. (laughs) <laughs> oh, but I just need... No. 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 And, uh, Why not litigation? <laughs> yeah, uh, that word Darwinism. Like... Yeah. Yeah, it's its finest. Take the warning labels off the bottles of bleach, please. If someone's listening who has the power to do that, make it happen. Bring some joy back to my life.
2: <laughs> Malthus had a point, didn't he? <clears throat> what's that? Malthus had a point. Malthus, what's... Oh, I... uh, t- t- Thomas Malthus was was this this guy in the 19th century who had the, the, uh, a theory about how um, population control would eventually level itself out as people became too stupid to survive. That's a bit too fine a point on it. Good
0: lord, that's yeah, wow, That's harking true. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so before we close this down, I'm just going to run through it quickly. Sneaky, you got any big plans for this year?
2: Um, look, I, I'm just really in the in the mindset about picking myself up from what a what a terrible couple of years it's been, and uh, mm-hmm. a big part of that is really just focusing on on uh, work work rather than uh, hobby work. Um, so, look, I, my focus at the moment is to f- clear the decks of the uh, projects that I've got on the go for other people, and uh, focus on just enjoying my own shit a bit more. Yeah um yeah. yeah and just I'm looking just... forward
0: i'm i'm looking forward to you doing that so that you can get back to keeping me on notice on best painted
2: yeah well we'll see how that goes
0: fuck yeah we will rubes i'm not even going to ask you actually because if i ask you what you're going to like if you've got anything planned for hobby <laughs> if you tw- it's going to be like it'll the, be another uh, hour of conversation it's just yeah i know I Printer print to go <laughs> yeah i'm just going to keep my fucking printer going Ari, what do you got going this year? Oh, um, look, I'm taking
3: the same route as Sneaky. I'm keeping it simple. Get this British army finished and then finish off the Gebb- the Jager, and then I'll go from there. Okay. I made big plans for the hobby in 2020. It bit me in the ass. Did the same thing 2021. It bit me in the ass. You get knocked down twice, use your wits. So... Yeah, again, can
0: anybody yeah. keep me down? Well, that's
3: it. But, you know, it's just getting up with a bit more intelligence this time. And, yeah, I've got a couple of events that I'm looking at running, so we'll see how that happens.
0: You've got the, you the Armored event up in Cairns. When's that happening?
3: Um, that's still to be confirmed at this point. So that's, yeah, that's a nebulous concept at this point. But when it I, I, is confirmed, I guarantee you, you'll hear it from shadow from every rooftop.
0: Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it will be, be the kind of thing I'd like to
3: followed have. Followed swiftly moment. by a cries of bolt down that fucking panther before he tries to sell it. <laughs> Uh, Rubes has been with that.
1: Oh. Make that the, the final panther you sell me for my panther <laughs> no, company. No, like, <laughs> okay.
3: I'll do it, Rubes, But if you can cover the insurance for it oh, and oh. bail
0: me out of jail,
1: oh,
3: and out now. somehow not get bankrupt. Yeah, go, b- by all means, mate.
0: <laughs> you know we're we gonna do. We're we actually gonna. what uh, We gotta find. We're gonna get like a bronze panther, and then steal ourselves up to Bimbi and then while Hari's not looking like weld a panther onto his like his, his bonnet as a hood ornament they're going to yeah. look great like a like the shitty
2: 80s like cartoon <laughs> pink panther
0: oh yeah fantastic love that that's amazing um, so uh for me for the wrap up yeah basically this year is I think I've got about another uh, maybe two weeks before the Airborne are completely done. Rube's got to drop some stuff down to me to finish that up. as a Locust and a Tetrarch. He's printed some other bits and pieces. Then I'm on to the DAC, and then I'm having to think about the French, but the French are probably not going to tackle until next year. This year, I'm all about seeing my friends, catching up and actually like rolling dice with people and finishing up some projects. Building some terrain. I'm gonna get some more terrain out. We need to get some more terrain in this fucking town. We did discuss a um
1: a foy table, didn't we?
0: Yeah, that's something we've we've got to get like I've actually got the I've got a cigar map for it. I've got a shitload of those trees from Aldi, the winter trees. Um I have all the all the makings of it. I've been talking to Oh, so how's this? I was talking to Russell the Love Muscle today and we got on to talking about snow basing and I said, What do you use? And he's just like, Oh well, it's a bit funny, but I've actually contacted the Canberra Glassworks and I get them to ship me over boxes of this. Like, It's like glass powder. And he says, I use that. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. He said, yeah, but it comes with, a, like, he said, it's actually really dangerous. If you breathe it in, it will shred your lungs. You're essentially.
2: Yeah, it's like um, crushed glass. Yes. It
0: is. It's it's yeah, like.
2: It's what and, the uh, Army Painter um, snow stuff is, just crushed glass. Now, you're not supposed to, like, rack a line of it, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's very Russell's bad got, for you. Russell's got like sixteen lungs
0: at this stage, mate. Just two of them, it, just just fucking up two of them won't make so any. So Tasmanians are the only ones who
2: can do it. Exactly right. Russell gets look, up in mean, the morning. It as doesn't. It, it's 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 very heavy, though. I mean, yeah, you don't want to breathe it in, but it's it's it doesn't fly around um, when when you're working with it. It's it's quite yeah prone to just settle where it where it goes. So I mean, yeah. if you're sensible with with like a lot of those um, handle with caution stuff, you know, if yeah. you're, you're sensible about it and don't be a dickhead, it's it's not that dangerous. Sure. I'm gonna it's yeah, I, I think at some stage I want to do
0: like, oh, this is another thing I got I finally finished all my examinations got qualified last year. So I think it was uh, January 25th this year, I application to the Antarctic program uh, went through. So I've officially applied to the Antarctic program to go and work as a plumber down on one of the research stations in Antarctica, and if I get accepted to do that for a three, it's either a three, a three to six month um, stint. If I get accepted to do that, I'm going down to Antarctica. I'm going to take a British. Now hang on, Rubes, so I can see you. I can see you just peeking. Um, I'm gonna take a. I mean, I, I'm gonna take. ai mean i am going to say i will take my British Airborne. I'll take like a 500 point force, and I'm gonna take a winter force. I don't know which one it's gonna be, but I will paint a winter force while I'm in Antarctica, and I will base it with with you know, uh, real with snow, with real snow. tentacles. That, that'd be nice. No, no, it'll be uh, it'll be rocks and yeah. dirt and shit that I that like I find.
2: Fu- dogs fused into like yeah uh, one uh, organism. Don't let
0: any Norwegian huskies uh, into the. Camp. Oh, maybe a Norwegian. No, maybe a Norwegian. List that'd be funny. I'm also. There'll be two of them running around. I'll be. I will want to be the first person to play bolt action in Antarctica because I'll take down enough stuff that I could actually play with. I'll talk someone into fucking playing with me. How funny would that be?
1: It'd be interesting to see if that's already been done or not.
0: There's no way somebody's. I imagine that somebody might have played 40k. I could believe that. Um, Yeah. Antarctica, Antarctica, just to say they could do it. Yeah, but no, I guarantee you nobody's played bolt action in, like, Antarctica. There's not; It hasn't happened. I'd almost fucking guarantee it.
3: We'd have heard about you...
0: it. That's the thing. 100% because, yeah, somebody would have put photos up and then it would have gone all through Facebook. It would have been nuts. Yeah.
2: You know what you uh, should do? If you go to Antarctica, right? If you make a joke would, about anything thing, know, sneaky, don't do no, it. No, no. Right? We've, we've already had three jokes about the thing. I've moved on from that. You need to go... Iron Sky, like you need to get yeah. full Conflict yep. Forty Seven and yeah. have because th- you know all that theory about how the Nazis went UFO, to Antarctica yeah. and the Hannibal UFOs yeah. out there and whatever. Yep. Peter yeah, hasty Retreat and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New New and and yeah. whatever. That would be pretty pretty sick.
0: Yeah, I'd be down with that. That'd be great. So it's um yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm just I'm just, I'm, I'm in a holding pattern. I'm waiting to see. But look, I think um. I think we've kind of hit all the high notes. I mean, at the moment, I'm just waiting for events to kind of kick on again. I think um, I have a feeling that uh, Sneaky and I, I look, at, we're gonna. Oh, Sneaky, you're gonna maybe run an event at the. Uh, oh, green, look,
2: it, it, look, that's that's really not worth talking about at this stage because Cause if it's we, a
0: it's a members only thing. It's a
2: members there. members thing, and it will really just be a uh, training training day. That's uh, fine. That's all thing.
0: good. Yeah, yeah, I hear. You, I hear. You. But, um, yeah, we've got plenty of things on the horizon, which I like. And, you know, um, it's nice to actually have something to talk about again.
2: Mm. All
0: right, boys. Uh, it's nearly 10.30 at night. I think Sneaky is just about fucking cooked.
2: I'm starving, man. I haven't had dinner yet. so uh, you've, had uh, of,
0: you've had a packet of chips. That's more than enough. Yeah. All right, um, folks. Thank you for joining us for this welcome back episode. We will be back again a little bit more frequently. Rube's closing remarks.
1: Um, stay safe, have fun throwing dice and uh, remember minimum three colors.
0: <laughs> no wash just three colors. <laughs> um, sneaky closing remarks. Good night. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how we know when we're done because Sneaky's like because back when we were recording in a room he would literally give us that look alright good night, and you know that he wasn't talking to the audience he was talking to us
4: <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of my house <laughs> All right.
0: Ari
3: yeah look thanks for having me on and you know it's great to be part of the team and look just stay safe don't do anything stupid and try not to encourage Rube's resin printing habit He's he's probably doing enough damage to himself.
0: As there's there's nothing you can do. It's 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 a it's a solid it's a it's a solid habit at this stage. Look, I think it's a coping more mechanism asbestos, because more I, asbestos, more asbestos.
3: <laughs> I think at this point it's a coping mechanism because he's trying to deal with the reality that I won't sell him that final Panther. True, oh, he,
1: he, 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 you won't be selling him. You just can come so, and take it. I have so resisted printing that last Panther I need for a full company. Just simply because one day you, you'll cave and sell me one and then oh, I'll have a... Control. I mean, I've got five of them Bruce, sitting here. i not Bruce. selling
3: a single one of them.
0: company of Pari Panthers. Bruce, in, in Mullumbimby, a panther sell you. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, my final remarks are this. Uh, stay safe. Please continue to roll dice. Be excellent to each other, voting Bill and Ted there. And let's make sure that we, you know, kick this year off. We get our community back up and running. Uh, we've lost a couple of members, but I hope to gain a few more. And, you know, let's kind of, you know, just, you know, anything that happened in the past, let bygones be bygones and just fucking let's get on with it. Let's just let's just just be happy that we can see each other again and just fucking get out there, kick a goal and have a fucking awesome 2022.
1: On that note, Bacon Burgers <laughs> signing out
4: cats.
1: <laughs>